0: Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 79. I'm here with Luke, Cody, Richie, and myself, Graham, and we just got back from probably one of the most exhausting, well, also most fun trips I've ever been on. I think we've all blasted about it on social media to some extent already, but uh, I I don't even know where to begin with this trip. It was just a a whirlwind of stuff all just piling up and sort of building into this uh you know this massive trip and there's there's some things i think we could have done a little differently but for the most part i don't think that trip could have been any better than it was i'll be honest yeah
1: it kicked off really well um There is a lot of stuff that went into it, and, um, it's part of the reason that for our regular listeners, there's that two-week delay that's gonna be in there. We're sorry, but, like, you know, we were working on stuff, and then we were going on the trip, and everyone except for myself left before, you know, they were at my house when we would be releasing the episode.
2: Um...
3: Not me. <laughs> you also have the worst dog shit internet of all of us. So why would <laughs> we force you to try to upload it, Richie? Oh Lord.
2: No. <laughs> well and I, and I mean that in the nicest possible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just meant that as a more of a Luke said, everyone well, I'm part of everyone and I was not there, so fuck off. Well that is you're, you're, why like, is everyone
3: bullying um, me today? Because you weren't there richie yeah you get you know yeah it's fine though you're great anyways i am honestly great. the one thing that i would change is i wish we stayed longer like mentally the whole thing was just draining because we drove longer than we stayed i thought about that today i was like and we drove that's for what it that is literally two we, or three correct no it was two two, two, was two at, and a half two at
0: aop i don't know i i The day shooting at Luke's was,
2: I I count that. That was fun. That was Friday, though. And then we,
3: that was one of our days at AOP.
2: Yeah, I know. So, in, I honestly thought you guys were going to be there for like three or four days, like at AOP. We were, we didn't really
3: plan it that way. Our plan was to go to Luke's Thursday night, shoot in the morning, wait for Morgan to get out of work, wait for Josie to get to. Um, Luke's house. Then go to AOP, which we did. Uh, there was a minor setback that we can talk about in a little bit with Graham's truck. Um, that wasn't. I wouldn't call any of that shit a setback, though. None of this no, that. Was it was not more than a very correct. Which is not. Trust me. For once you hear the the circumstances, the cards, if you will, that Graham was playing with, it is impressive that we did not have any worse situations. Uh, I mean, honestly, if you want, let's just fucking. Get into it, Graham, because it's the beginnings gonna be a little stale from Luke and Richie because they weren't there. Yeah, but uh, we can. Uh, they could. They can obviously ask shit as we go through this. But like, give us, give us like the twenty four hours before you even got to my house. Oh
0: God, twenty four hours before we even started. Okay, I right, do well, twelve
3: hours, and no, I no, don't. 20, no, no, out. no, that's
0: fine. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to. Oh, that entire day is just a blur. Um, Start so, with I,
2: getting pulled over in the GMC, because I still don't know what happened there. Oh,
0: God. Yeah. So, I guess this goes back a little more than 24 hours. I was not having a good few days before... Apologies for the uh, ambulance. Um, not having a good couple of days of trying to prep for the trip before we left on... When did we leave? Tuesday? Thursday? We left Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, so my Jeep was still totally in pieces. I did not even have the back close to done, uh, at, in the beginning of the week. I had planned on trying to make a trip, uh, to a local property on the 7th and that didn't happen because the front wasn't even close to done. Um, so I had spent that whole weekend getting the front done and then I had three days to do the back. So I was stressing because there was a lot like, I mean, it wasn't a shitload, but it was enough work that it doing it in three days and having it be done well enough to make it worth driving or, you know, trailering the thing, uh, 17 hours, you know, I had to make sure it was at least not going to fall apart immediately. Right. Um, so I spent, first off, I don't think I slept between Friday and Saturday of that weekend to try to get that thing done, uh, in the front. I did, you know, obviously sleep a little bit every other day that week, um, but not a substantial amount. So I'm basically running on fumes, finishing the thing, um, staying up till two in the morning and then waking up. Fortunately, I work from home, so I have this luxury. I can, you know, try to be up at nine. Uh, I work till whenever, and then I'd go right to the shop, do the same thing again, and just literally living like the most miserable of lives I think I've lived in in a while it was not fun um and just absolute chaos and I was finally getting close to having it done and the 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 dodge uh brake line or no that wasn't the initial cause I had an issue with it not starting started to not start on me that week so I had been trying to get a starter got a starter put the starter in ended up not being the starter i was a dumbass and it was the neutral safety switch it had somehow gotten stuck and it wouldn't engage i don't know why i didn't check that i've had multiple vehicles do that and for whatever reason it didn't cross my mind to check it on this things but it had a new starter anyways good to go broke a brake line in the process brake line probably needed to be swapped anyways it would have broken on the drive was good that we swapped it i swapped the calipers while i was at it well they couldn't get me a passenger side caliper for four days i was literally trying to get a caliper for four fucking days to put on this thing so it'd been sitting the entire week um adding adding to the pressure here that's the truck i'm about to take 17 hours something more than that i guess technically if you count all the driving we did uh just not good so i've been driving the, the driving the gmc my old truck which is a you know, piece of shit, hit tripped off of it. Um, other than that, it's a great truck, though. Starts every time. Brakes don't just randomly stop working on me. If the starter goes, I can smack it with a hammer and it'll start again on, like, the Dodge, which, you know, maybe that would have worked if that was the issue. I don't know. It's never had, it's never left me stranded. I'll put it that way. So I've been driving that thing and I was so tired coming back from the shop. I think it was Tuesday night um, before we left. That I had stopped at the stoplight. It was a turn, a left turn stoplight, and I'm sitting there waiting for it to go. It's a long ass light. Sometimes it'll take like a minute for it to, to cycle through everything, so it comes back to you. Um, I had, uh, well, sitting there, sitting there, I'm tired, two thirty in the morning or something crazy. Um, I see a police car pull up. You know turn pull up behind me and so the thing with this thing is it doesn't have or i'm trying to sell it and the registration was expired and i knew this and i was tired so i was like i hope he doesn't run my plate but i looked back looked at him was kind of sitting there sweating a little bit because those a lot of those cruisers have scanners they can scan it and see And i was like eh, okay well he's by me but then i wasn't paying attention to the light and somehow i thought it turned fucking green and i just blatantly went through a red turn signal at the intersection and of course he pulled me over then so now i've been pulled over for uh, going through a red light my registration's expired my uh, um inspection sticker is no good on the thing it never has been so he was like this is a real steam sandwich and i was like yeah you know dude i'm gonna be completely honest i haven't slept more than like five hours a day for the past month uh, I'm just trying to get this, this Jeep done. Uh, and he's like, just renew your registration. I got off with a warning. I don't know how the fuck I managed that. Um, but, you know, just, just great times. I was feeling real good at the start of this trip. Um, needless to say, Jeep was put together. Dodge got back together. I Got the trailer from Sean. It checked everything. It was all good. We bring it back to the shop. I had a couple more things I was buttoning up on the Jeep. It was like 12 o'clock at night, and we were wrapping up. It was, feeling, it was feeling good. Somehow, we had more shit to do on the Jeep than we thought. And, you know, with the trailer bullshit, we didn't end up having the Jeep on the trailer and the trailer properly wired with trailer brakes and the lights wired correctly because they were wired backwards. The, the turn signals were not on the... Somebody had wired the truck wrong. It was wired backwards. So I had to rewire that, wire in the trailer brakes, easy stuff but just you know undoing the 10 year old wiring harness because somebody had wired it with about 20 pounds worth of electrical tape like everybody does uh was just another cherry on top of the whole list of bullshit um but after that five o'clock took the truck and the jeep on the trailer with trailer brakes working and the lights wired correctly back to my house um i couldn't park in front of my apartment so I had to go to my parents' house, slept there for like four hours, and then I started driving to you, Cody, and we met up and around two o'clock, I think, right?
3: Yeah, it was just uh, around just around two o'clock, I believe, and that was the start of it, which was pretty. I, I was excited. I know that you were too. I was not. I, that- I mean, I no? was,
0: but I, dude.
3: So, mind you. After
0: everything that had just fucked me that beginning of that week, I was not optimistic. I mean, I think you really. I, I gave up a vibe of being excited.
3: I thought so. I don't know. You had a smile
0: on your face. You were good to go. I uh, just. And nothing it, could possibly be any more. Uh, I don't, I, nothing could nothing get could worse. Wrong worse than
3: yeah. it was. But it
0: could. You know, that's the thing. Oh, it, it very well could.
3: Have. For sure. And. Uh, it was, it was exciting, but I was also nervous, especially because, like, your only experience of trailering something was before Roush last year, when your trailer fell off of the truck. Your <laughs> it didn't trailer... fall off completely. It was well, either way. off. And then your trailer that you were using was a borrowed trailer, so you've never trailered with that trailer before. You've never trailered with the truck that you were driving. I haven't owned that thing br- for,
0: more, like, three months, let alone Correct. drive it for
3: so the miles. availability for things to just get absolutely fucked and it didn't was pretty impressive to say the least like seriously like good job to Grembino that and colin that we sir i mean i was in a fucking i mean moving uh sailboat to be fair it was massive way bigger than i expected um we we fucking did it. Even though it, we what we went about eight hours the first day um, yeah, of driving. We probably could have done
0: more had we been. I don't know. Not. In the state that I was in, I couldn't drive anymore. I was fucking Yeah. Dumb. I'm and glad with the you, circum- you made a stop. Because I was gonna be like, no, keep going. No <laughs> keep and- you- I wanted to get to Virginia, <laughs> but it wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> no, it was like
3: another two hours to I know, on. I
0: would have fucking died. Can we pump the
1: brakes here and just talk about how fucking long of a drive Virginia is?
3: Oh, we're not even there yet, buddy. It's a long fucking drive. That is for sure. Because you, it's not like you're just going north to south. No, 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 no. You're going northeast, the to southwest. So you were going from Virginia, top right, to the bottom left of West Virginia to get to where we were headed. So like Virginia was a long run, but luckily Virginia was also 70 miles an hour. So it And fairly help.
0: flat. So it doesn't, Correct. you know, it wasn't. Crazy. I take, um,
1: I took 81, I think it was,
0: straight through Virginia. Yes. Yep. And
1: go through Kingsport. So I barely hit West Virginia. I hit West Virginia for like all of an hour at best. Um, but you're in Virginia for like eight fucking hours, man.
3: Yeah, it is. It is a long time long ride through virginia but but with the circumstances of our first night i think we did perfect with how much we traveled because when right around like 6 30 ish we get a call from colin with him saying hey i didn't have to work a full night i'm gonna be leaving within the next hour and i was like honestly it'd be perfect because he works second shift he's used to staying up late so we'll just go until graham's tired we'll pull the rv over pull graham's truck over and then we'll just have Colin meet us wherever we are in Pennsylvania. And it was fucking mint. Cause I woke up at like seven 30 bright eyed and bushy tailed, shook the RV around and said, good morning, motherfuckers Graham, like rolled, fell off the top and was just like, all right, we're good to go boys. <laughs> no, but, but I thought was, was
0: I thought what was funny about um, that night is even though we, what the, I don't even know when
3: we went to bed. It was like, I think it was ten o'clock ish. It really? wasn't super late. We were pretty. Yeah, we went to sleep pretty early, to be honest with you. I thought it was later than that. I thought it was like twelve. No. Be wrong. Wow. Because Colin got to us by two a.m. So
0: then I must have woke up at like four thirty. Because I remember thinking I was like, I'm much more tired than I. I, I should not be waking up at four thirty. But I, I'm just. I'm just in such a routine of six hours, five hours, like. Okay, yeah. time to get up. It's 4:30. Like, I don't know. It was, it was bad. I was like, Jesus Christ. Sleep schedule's absolutely destroyed.
3: But yeah. on the during that journey, you want to talk about the trailer jack? Oh, yeah. Was that that night? That was yeah, that was before yeah. we got to that spot. <laughs> <night. That's right. laughs>
0: I mean, it really it could have been more eventful than it was. Fortunately, it wasn't. But uh, you know, we were driving along. I think we were in New Jersey? I forget where we were. Um it but, didn't smell like shit. Uh, yes, <laughs> every area around there kind of smells like cow shit, including Virginia. Um, uh, I just I remember hearing I had my windows down, and I heard a scraping noise. And I had looked out. I had made a mental note of where the jeep was sitting, versus my tailgate, so I knew I was like, okay, well the trailer's not dragging on the ground because the jeep doesn't look any lower, but it sounds like a chain or something must have come loose. So. I'll have Cody pull over and we'll check that out. And we did. And it was my, the jack, and me and Sean actually looked at it um, yesterday when I brought the trailer back. The, uh, what happens? There's like a, a, a holder in there that was like kicked all the way to one side and somehow let it drop out. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know exactly how those things work. So I don't know how that makes it fall out. I don't think that's very good design to make it so when it fails that the foot can just drop. Apparently it can. So it was just skating along on the ground. Fortunately, we didn't hit any big potholes that would have grabbed it. I don't know what would have happened there. but
2: That would uh, have (laughs) sucked.
0: Yeah, yeah, it could have been bad. But it it didn't. It was probably just making a spark show and having fun. So we yanked that thing. uh, Realized we had no tools. I brought zero sockets. I had adjustable wrenches. Cody, I think you found the socket after we dug for about 10 minutes. But, yes. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: we were trying to loosen these bolts with a, with two adjustable wrenches and it was not going well. Uh so fortunately we got that all off. But it was fortunately it was bolted on. If it wasn't a yeah. bolted on one and it was welded directly to the frame that could have been a shit show.
1: Yeah, that's when you're like starting to jack stuff up off of the truck and like trying to hope that you got enough um Lower jack to beat the trailer jack or your ratchet strapping stuff up.
0: Yeah. I mean, we, pre- yeah, we could have just ratchet strapped the foot up if that was the case. Once it cooled down a little bit. It was hot. I, of course, I immediately see it was on the ground. I was like, oh, look at this. And I grab it and it's hot as balls. <laughs> yeah. That was That's a reoccurring theme.
1: <laughs> I might even call that foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh jeez.
0: But yeah, that was really the only thing. The only thing that happened. Uh the entire trip down, right? Um as far as breaks go. But yeah, then we you know, we stopped. Colin rolled in around three thirty, somehow nobody heard him. We got out of the R V, went to the restaurant. That it was we were in the restaurant parking lot, but apparently that was also R V parking. I don't I don't know. It was pretty good breakfast though. For what it was.
3: Oh, yeah, shit, it wasn't bad at all. Saw I was about that, the that frog. creepy frog thing? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's like, there's this, like, glass ornament case that was, like, there was, like, a few bowls, a few different things, and then there was a, uh, a glass ornament frog that was just all types of fucked up and looked super <laughs> weird. It was great. It looked like, um,
0: a, like a snail. It was like a frog if you stepped on it and the eyes popped out of its head. Yeah. <laughs> colin's got a picture or video of it somewhere (laughs) we'll have to see if he saved it uh it's pretty funny that was great um
3: yeah honestly (laughs) but fuck that was like the best breakfast we had i I mean the waffle house was pretty good but no the
1: waffle house is just okay we should have went to Calfee's. i thought it was great i don't know i mean waffle house is waffle house well, we were out and about doing stupid shit, but have we kind of covered the drive
3: down? Jesus Christ, Luke! Sorry, <laughs> it's just—it's a fucking. Go let's, ahead, Luke take the
2: show. Talk, Okay, I mean, Yo, no, yeah, well, What do you do? Just... Okay,
0: well, let's do like a meanwhile here. What is you? What are you doing? Like, are you working? Are you like twiddling your thumbs waiting for to show up? Yeah,
1: I'm at work. But so like... exactly,
0: nobody cares. This is the blue collar off road podcast, not the blue collar work podcast. Work here. podcast. <laughs> it's also not the blue collar travel special
1: it doesn't matter <laughs> it it's a is.
3: story we're telling the stories Jeez. anyways um that was called Graham. regardless i'm just impressed that we didn't have any problems uh and the really nice part too is like fuel got a lot cheaper as we got further and further south which is really cool um yeah, I don't know, Luke you threw me off, dude. You talk C- now. I don't know. I'm all fucked <laughs> up. <now.
2: laughs> before, Luke talks, before Luke talks, Cody, was that a diesel pusher for the RV? No, it was a gas job. Okay. Yeah, Six point two liters of fury. Yeah, it wasn't
0: it
3: wasn't bad. Um it didn't seem got, like, like it was gutless. You're keeping up. I was keeping up. The problem was just like the difference between like 65 and 75 was like a thousand RPM difference. Mm. So if I was chasing these guys, I was at 3000 RPM. If I was just cruising doing like 65, then I was at like 20, 2100 20, actually. So it was like a 900 RPM difference. Um, so like when I was chasing these guys on the way back, I was getting like six miles to the gallon. But on the way down, I got about 12 so it was a
1: had uh... 430 gears in there because that's almost identical to what my truck does
3: yeah and it was pretty good it was kind of shitty because like anytime like the wind blew i like i genuinely couldn't do anything except for drive because if i like turned my eyes off the road for one second i was into the other lane like that was ridiculous i it's not like a truck either where like the trailer follows like the cab is smaller than the body, which was odd for me to get used to by, like, eight or nine inches on each side. So, like, I had to be, like, my centering in the lane was completely different than, like, a normal vehicle, so that was pretty weird, too.
0: Yeah, you probably had to be, feel more centered, right?
3: Yeah, it, but, well, yeah, really, it was But, yeah,
0: just, I don't know.
3: Like, I couldn't do my usual, which is, like, you know, find my positioning to like the yellow line in the center and then just run that like i had to be monitoring it 24 7 not to mention with the lane closures in a jersey barrier oh my to God. my right and a tractor trailer on the other side of the white line and i'm just shitting bricks yeah that was a fun time
1: um what color were your knuckles by the end
3: of that like a solid like ivory so they were definitely a solid ivory but the when we were coming back on 84 right by Waterbury, there was this fucking enclosure. Oh my god! Fuck that! That was the dumbest. Shit. It took us off the highway onto another highway to a 15 mile an hour, 90 or no 180 degree corner back onto the highway. But as we were coming back onto the highway, I shit you not. If you were to put like, if you were to put a lane down with the normal lines wherever they are, and then put a jersey barrier two inches on the inside of the left uh, like marker, and then two inches on the inside of the right side marker, that was for like I don't know, probably a hundred feet. And my knuckles, I I promise you, there was no blood in my hands because in my, it's like one thirty in the morning. I'm tired as shit, and it's just like whole we've just gone through fuck. like two hours
0: worth of torrential downpour like not even half an hour before we're getting ahead of ourselves here but yeah, yeah was, just, said,
3: just he mentioned white knuckles and that made me instantly think of that scenario where it's just like god damn that sucked yeah yeah um
1: so it was like i got out of work right around 7 30 and i'm like checking my phone i'm like all right everyone's about a half hour out it's a good 20 minutes home They'll be there when I get there or something like that. So, go home, and probably more traffic than my road sees in a solid day came flying down the road about 20 minutes after I got home. And it was those guys, Colin, Cody, Graham, and their Jeeps on trailers pulling into this little like podump, you know, I'd say it's safe to call my neighborhood kind of podunk uh area and parking in the lawn and we're all just like sitting out there everyone's exhausted because i went into work early and stayed a little bit late and then um everyone decided that we were hungry and we were gonna try and doordash stuff well it was like by that time what night at night
3: yeah i there yeah i'd say uh, right around there
1: so the south just kind of like shuts off at like 8.30. You know, nothing's open. We're trying to doordash stuff. Nothing's really going on with that. It's going kind of crappy. So we're like, all right, cool. Whatever. What are we going to do? We'll we'll just go drive and grab food. So we all piled in the RV. <laughs> and we party bushed down to the local Sonic while making fun of the ricers and that Sonic was pretty fucking good. Better than normal if I uh, care to stay.
3: Uh, Way better than our Sonic. Way fucking better.
1: And, and, um... So, we spent like 60 bucks at Sonic on just absolute garbage food and it was great. And then we went back to my house and shot the shit for a while, which was fun. Um... I don't know if you guys want to talk about the next day or you want to talk about just going to the park. It's up to you guys. I'm here for whatever.
3: I shot stuff.
0: We uh, what else do we do? We can just summarize that day in like a minute here.
3: We shot a bunch of stuff. We got the girls to finally, you know, shoot and get comfortable with it. We convinced Caitlin to mag dump a few rounds, which was pretty (laughs) fun. That was really funny.
1: If you still have the slow-mo where you can see her shooting the AK and her head just like bouncing uh, stays in one <laughs> spot and her body like bounces and you can see the whiplash.
3: Yes, I still have that video and it's funny because in the in like the time when we were trying to convince her to like bump a few rounds, she was like, Oh my shoulder hurts. And I'm like, perfect, that's a good answer or good excuse to like finish the mag out so you could get done shooting. And then uh, like a few seconds later, we're just like dump the mag, dump the mag. And also she's just like,
2: boom, 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 boom. boom. And it was like, <laughs> let's go. It
3: was, it was exciting for sure. Um, but it, it was, I don't know. It was a great time. You had also, a lot of.
1: On that note, fuck that golf ball. That golf oh, ball is like $30.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That we at the end of our uh journey of shooting, we we set out our Colin grabbed like a random golf ball and put like cut a cup in half and I put the cup no, on top of it. It was on a skate? Gatorade
0: bottle, it was a upside-down oh, okay. Gatorade bottle with the golf ball on top of it.
3: And uh and these guys just couldn't hit it. It was like, I don't know, whatever his like grouping was at a hundred yards on those rifles, but it just was like going around them or like I, like they everybody would just be shooting a quarter inch high and i'd just be like high 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 and then whoever it was whether it be colin or graham or luke they're just like what the what the fuck i'm hitting the exact same spot over and over again i'm like (laughs) yes you are um so that was pretty funny it
1: was like there was a force field around the golf ball and then colin got pissed and finally managed to shoot it which was great I think he hit the cup. I don't think he actually shot yeah, we it. We don't it... know.
0: I don't think I actually Let's went just give him out. the
1: benefit of the doubt on that one. Like, you yeah, know, it it's weird. not that hard to be kind every once in a while.
0: Yeah, he can have the hero status on that. Killed the goal <sighs> ball.
1: Lord knows he didn't take it wheeling. I mean, I thought he did a great job. What do you mean? It was just a joke.
3: I saw an opportunity. I took it. Understandable. But, uh, But yeah, that was our Friday. And then finally, you know, we uh... loaded up for AOP and the
1: foreshadowing comes back into play. So we called everyone. We all got it in the GPS and I pulled out of my driveway first and didn't think much of it. So like, all right, whatever. I'm going to hop on the road that leads to the highway. They're at the light behind me. They'll be catching up. My phone goes off. (laughs) Hey, Graham's truck's got brakes that are locked up.
0: Yep. <laughs> billowing. That was the longest red light I think I've sat at it in a while. And the rear brake was just, like, billowing smoke. It wasn't stopping. It was just gushing out of the... From behind the, the wheel. The drum was just smoked, it seemed like. So, we pull over. We're like, oh shit, well... Must be the uh you know, the piston must be seized or some shit. Rip it all apart.
1: Drop Just... the drum with me helping to pry it off and hammering on the other side on Colin's foot while he's wearing sneakers because like we're high class yeah, like that. He was
0: complaining about his foot the rest of the weekend. But uh, uh Yeah. We got that off. Take the drum or the you know the brake shoes, not off, but like disassembled enough to check the master and it wasn't what was the problem uh partially I don't know it's hard to say the main issue was I left the fucking e-brake on that'd do it because I don't generally drive vehicles with e-brakes and I don't usually remember to pull them because I never push them I somehow for some reason pushed it this time and I forgot to let it off, so we were just driving around with the e-brake on. Cool.
1: So, to add more to this, um, on their, or on Dodge e-brakes, they've got a wire with a tab on it that's supposed to be bent over the brake uh, caliper, or not the caliper, the drum shoe, and it's supposed to, like, uh, not be able to fall in behind the brake caliper. Which is only possible if the e-brake is partially pushed and then you hit the brake pedal. With how that was, but that became a uh, what was the words from earlier? Soup sandwich in there. <laughs> yep. Um. So that was fun. We got to hammer that back over
0: and then uh, oh, throw it back together
1: with what was it? Seven lug nuts because we. Oh yeah, making- I forgot
0: about that. I still have to put a l- I, I think that. The stud's fucked up on that one. I tried cross-threading it, and it didn't want to go to the bottom. Something is seriously wrong with that stud. But <laughs> we got seven back on, and then we got there. There was no other issues beyond that. One self-inflicted. Only what? Like a
1: 12% reduction? 12.5% reduction in um, clamping
0: force on the wheel? No big deal. Yeah, nah, not a big enough to worry about. Yeah, the brakes so, actually felt better after that, so I don't know. They may have been dragging a little bit. Anyways, it might have been fucked up initially.
1: So anyways, we got on the highway to Chattanooga, and we're cruising through Chattanooga, and we crossed the time zone. And because we crossed the time zone, we arrived exactly an hour and five minutes after we had left, when the trip normally takes an hour and twenty, not counting Graham's little uh, endeavor in there. So we didn't make that bad a time with that brake issue you know all things considered and time zones included i mean if
0: we had if it was actually the wheel cylinder seized up or something it would have been a lot longer because that brake line was not coming off of that old one so fortunately
3: yeah, there was a there was a good chance we were just going to be pinching off that line and having you send it with three rings and then (laughs) we'll figure out when we got to alp that was my mindset like I was so hungry, I was like, fuck You're, it. You were the boys right got at the Sonic. Yeah, exactly. I was like, fuck it. The, there's enough hands already. There's six hands in these breaks. I'm going to go get food. So I just walked my fat, happy ass across the street to Sonic, <laughs> sat there, got a sandwich, came back, pulled the RV up, gave him a little shade, and was just like, all right, boys, time for me to eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it
0: was oh, yeah. hot that day, too. Oh, it was toasty. Miserable. It
3: was a good day all in all then we got to meet we got to meet sam who hopefully here in a little bit you guys will be able to meet he's a fucking character fucking something his dog is fucking amazing too add that to it Um, all right
1: you know what we'll shout out his instagram too because it's funny as fuck his instagram is naked and afraid spelled u-h-f-r-a-y-e-d Dude's got a sick JK buggy and can't drive worth a shit.
0: <laughs> and, and he, uh... uh... They also have a lot of trouble putting in a... Put spindles putting spindles back on. I think that was how long did
1: that, that take them?
2: <laughs> three hours or I, more? No, I don't that was know.
0: only an hour and 15. We were all just drunk,
1: and it uh, took to <laughs> longer. It wasn't actually all that bad.
0: <laughs> it felt like it took forever. I kept like hearing from across the RVs. I was like, What the hell? They're still working on that. I'm not an engineer, <laughs> oh, <man.
1: laughs> and this is a perfectly engineered system were the two fucking uh favorites there. So uh we we grabbed a cabin, uh which by the way, if you're going to AOP, those things fucking rock. Seventy five bucks a night for a cabin with AC that sleeps four. Like it's not the greatest bed in the world, but it's a bed with air conditioning.
3: Cool. Better
0: than a
1: tent.
3: Yeah. Hey ain't no better than the R V though. <laughs> no no, just no that was that was a had, good, uh they, but you, they had a running refrigerator. We, we did not in the beginning. So they had, oh, we they were one. Up like... Oh yeah. Thank God. It took long enough. Um <laughs> But honestly, I was impressed with AOP. I like expected. AOP. I like AOP i think we only scratched the tiniest tiniest little surface of aop which is what made me say originally that i wouldn't bring my jeep there but after like watching videos and then seeing more of the trails as we were going through them it excites me because it's so different than new england wheeling it is so different it's weird it's i expected it to be more like new england and and I'm sure there is properties that are very similar but then again like I I don't know if it's just the style of how our terrain was created back in the fucking Pangaea days or whatever the fuck it happened with the glaciers and whatnot but it was really oh also we had hero traction I mean oh, there was it was totally dry bone yeah, dry which was fucking wild
0: <laughs> um but I'm actually
1: curious Cody because I don't know how to put it. I was in the driver's seat, so I got to see what the driver sees, but how did it look different and what was different
3: to you outside where well, I was in the right-hand drive Jeep? So I was also in the driver's <laughs> seat. So, I can't answer that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um <laughs> which was that was wacky cuz As when you're a passenger and you're like, you're used to being in the left, like the left seat, and you're in the right seat, everything feels weird. When I was in the left seat being a passenger, it almost felt normal, but the trails just seemed different because there was a lot of times where it wasn't a difficult trail, but it was very vertical. The trails were very vertical and there wasn't much to them for some of them. Well, see, that's the thing. I think uh, we did
0: all of 40, or not all, maybe a good bit of 41, though. I don't remember exactly what route we took. We kind of got, I don't want to say we got lost, but I stopped paying attention after a little bit, but um, that specific trail, yeah, was seemed like it was hilly. That
1: black entrance we did was fucking that was awesome. Cool.
0: I wish we had done more stuff like that initial um, offshoot we had done. And I yes. think from yes. what I had seen, there was more of that. We just didn't take that. And I think I... had we had an extra day to go out, I heard good things about 51, I think. And I think 50. I would have like 50. yeah, oh, yeah. 50 and 51.
3: Yeah. So we did, we went from the park, we did 95 41 and again this is for the people who know that area. Mm-hmm. Uh um, and then we dropped down ninety-four to ninety-eight to twenty-six and then back around just for the people who know the park and uh, understand yeah. the difference. And I, I think that was a perfect loop.
0: Uh you know, for I think it worked out well. It wasn't incredibly crazy, uh, which was good because I haven't wheeled my Jeep in its current form ever, and I wasn't sure what it was going to do, and in that initial loop that we did was perfect, that, you know, I I was confident, we had basically, we'd put every it through everything that I kind of wanted to put it through, at least for testing, before I started beating, like, beating on it, and yeah. it, it did it without issue, so, no rubbing, it- no crazy rubbing, which I was worried about, and what not.
3: And that's what upset me about us not staying longer was like you're absolutely right the first trail system we did was awesome it's i wish we were able to then or at least like me because you guys did go out on the night ride but we didn't get to go out again like that was that was our whole experience of aop for at least my point of view yeah Um, i
0: feel like we do that to ourselves every time too i mean if we had gotten our shit together uh, that night, we could have maybe swung, and you know, so sort of if we had pre-packed a lot of our shit, we could have gone out Sunday morning, done a loop, and just loaded the jeeps on the trailers. Yeah, yeah, and that probably would have been better. Uh, but we do that every time. It's it's tough, especially. I mean, I was oh, out not at not at Roush
3: late, not at Roush. Yeah, Roush, true. we we, did we that. wheeled a motherfuck ton at Roush.
1: Back to where we were going with that earlier. Graham and myself didn't get back to camp until 3.30 that night. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, I woke up and it was 10.45. And we wanted to shove off by, like, 12. So that didn't leave a lot of time. I no. do wish that we would gotten more in. And, um... You know, I'm gonna let you guys share your thoughts more because mine kind of trails off into a tangent um unless you want to go down that path now
3: um i I just have a few more things i guess that i'll throw in there um overall really cool park totally different than i expected completely different than new england wheeling yes i'd go again yes i'd bring my jeep next time but I would want to explore more. I think so, it, even if we ran the green loop just to see what was ahead, like, what was there, I think would have offered a better uh, experience simply. Like, the trail Trash Rush guys did great. Don't get me wrong. Like, they chauffeured us pretty oh, much. Oh, no, at yeah.
0: Least. It was perfect. I mean, it was... There wasn't... It wasn't all super easy stuff, but it wasn't, like... Oh, here's this obstacle that you're gonna blow your shit up on. I think it was a, it was a pretty good balance. It was, it was sort of a mid difficulty, nothing too insane, but you know there was still some technical stuff thrown in there like that, um, uh, that side rocky thing, and then those, uh, the you know, the buggy, trough right up the middle of 41, 49, yep. whichever one that was,
3: forty one, uh, and whatnot. So. That was really cool because we got to see the bounty hills off to the left hand side. Apparently, as we those are really old. I don't think they used those. That is insane. That is, f- those, uh, Richie, if I could paint this picture for you, yeah. imagine looking down at your feet and then just continuing your head upwards and then upwards and then keep going and going and going until your neck starts to get stiff. And that's how fucking big this hill was. And it was just vertical. And then. After the vertical, it was like a cliff face, which kind of explains AOP pretty well in the like the fact of like a lot of their trails start out as just like a dirt trail. And then about just about at the top is like an obstacle. I think that's a pretty good way of ex- like explaining AOP. Oh, so, before I start asking
1: Graham questions, what made you change your mind about bringing your Jeep next year?
3: Because as, as it sits. So, my original thoughts on why I wouldn't bring my Jeep is because the trails that we saw were not difficult. They were not difficult in the way of, like, your average New England trail, which is, like, any trail could be easy as long as you pick the right line. Where AOP has more of a style of, like, every trail is easy if you have the right rig. And that's what originally made me say, like the barrier of entry for AOP is pretty steep because you wouldn't really be able to make it through any of the at least fun trails. Like, yeah, you could go down the greens, open, open with 31s, but you're not hitting any of the fun stuff until you at least get 35s locked and locked. So my original saying of, you know, I wouldn't bring my Jeep is because I'm still ch- I'd be still chasing you guys. If I went out there on my own accord, and just went. I mean, actually, still, all the trails we did were really not difficult. I'm, I could have done them. And you're absolutely right, Luke, when you mentioned that because I said like oh, I probably would have done that. Would have broke my shit. And you were like, no, you wouldn't have. And you're, yeah. you're right. You will know the unless thing you try to it
0: on them.
1: The thing that makes that right, for me at least, and I want to talk about this trail more, but the trail that we all went up following Dwight was. Pretty, it wasn't particularly hard. It was just undercut and it was a lot of shelves stacked on top of each other. But if you went all the way to the right, I think that you could easily and reliably get a rig on 35s up it.
3: Yes. Where the
1: problem lies is on trail 41. It would have been slow going with your rig with 35s, which is perfectly acceptable. And I'm not faulting a rig on 35s on trail 41 being slow um, on that particular trail. It's just, you know, it is what it is. It's the nature of it. You know, bring a spare set of axle shafts. I don't think you're going to blow the ring and pinion, but with the level of bumping that's required there,
0: anything's possible,
1: anything is possible, but I bet on a shaft so like all right if we're down with one shaft on that particular trail set somewhere in there probably alongside because like let's just be honest that's the one that always goes um and i'm rambling um (laughs) you would be able to do that park and the other thing that really like blew my mind was how interconnected their trail system is like roush yep so You don't have to do the shitbag sections if you have the map, because you can go, okay, I know that I'm going to meet up with trail. These aren't exactly the trail numbers, but I'm going to meet up at the end of George White if I take 59, the green up to the top of it, and I will, excuse me, I'll be right there. And you will be at the top of George White while we are being idiots bouncing up it because it's raining. Um, And I think that was a really cool factor for me because it means that that property is more open to someone like Richie or yourself if you guys want to come down next year, even if your Jeeps do not change from what they are. Yeah. Um. You know. It's, and I, it,
3: it's, it, sorry, go ahead. Go
1: ahead. Is there anything else that you want to add to that, like assessment?
3: Because I think that I kind of hit the nail on the head, but you hit the nail on the head. But I would say the one thing that that park is missing is just ability for line choice. Having a single track trail style doesn't allow for variety very much. You know what I mean? Like you are you are pretty limited to what's directly in front of you, and that's about it. It's...
1: On the area that we were at,
3: correct, and that's what rounds me off to the point of I wish we could have explored, and not even necessarily just diving headfirst into each trail system, but being able to just like like we passed Area Fifty One on the way back. Area Fifty One would have been a sick place for us to just fuck around and see what we could go up. So that that's would have been an, fun. So like that's an area we missed out on. We missed out on the whole northwest side of the park actually it would be technically south southwest side of the park um due to orientation but like if you're looking at the trail map the left top left side um and the whole top side like we really didn't get to explore it as much as i wish we did but definitely a really fucking cool park. yeah for sure. and,
0: and part of why we didn't go out earlier is because in typical us fashion colin's jeep was barely put together somehow and my Jeep, I didn't even have an interior in it, like, and I had I had no brakes. My master still isn't bled right. I still don't have great brakes, so we had to bleed the crap out of my brakes to try to get something because I don't know, trying to park in on rare one of those hills. Form, huh?
1: I was the prepared one.
0: Yeah, yeah, you were. So it just yep. took a minute for us to like slap everything down to do the day. finishing
2: work, right? So what otherwise. was that, Richie? aren't you the only one that went down that day, Mr. Prepared? We'll get to that later.
0: That that's wasn't his story. fault.
2: I mean,
0: um, partially your fault, I guess, because it should have been replaced before, probably, because of how it was acting, but I, guess, I get that it wasn't the first... Uh...
1: We'll, we'll cover that later. That, okay. That's going to be a okay. funny one to make fun of me for later. Um, so... Graham, what was your impressions of the trail system and pulling into the park? Like, I kind of want to grab everyone's little snippets and thoughts and how their rig well, worked from you the mean, driver's
0: seat? You know, the first impression pulling into the park is it's fucking beautiful. I mean, it, it's just a gorgeous field, like, valley thing that you're in. Um, so I was pumped. Um... And the trail system, I think it's sort of what I expected because you know we'd been to Harlan before, and I sort of knew how how it sort of plays out, right? But it it was a slightly different flavor. There were definitely more rocks, and I think everybody who who has described AOP has done a pretty good job. Um, I think if you had to compare it to something like Harlan, it's definitely denser. Still not as dense as the stuff we have here but it's, it's a, you know, closer knit obstacles and, you know, much more interconnected as you've said. Um, so that was refreshing because at least, you know, you could see all the different stuff and it wasn't too, too far to get to it. You're right there. You, you know, you hop on that access trail, one or the other, and you know, you're in there and within a hundred feet, there's obstacles, which is cool. Um, Mm -hmm. which is what Harlan was lacking. Um, and, you know, the, it's it's hard to say exactly if it, I mean, because it was Hero Traction on that center, you know, central Jeep entrance that we had gone up, like, it's, it's hard to gauge whether it would have been different had it been pouring rain for two days beforehand. It was, right, which is basically how we went into Harlan. Uh, it so, was totally different conditions.
1: In my opinion, I don't claim to be an expert on southern wheeling, so... Don't at me. Or do. I don't care. Um, if it had been pouring for two days beforehand, that place would have been a total shit show, and it would have been all rev limiter all day. Because the clay just stays sloppy. And that yeah. whole park is either dark mud or clay. And that's just where I'm at with it,
0: you know it's uh... and that's where the LS comes in handy and I could see, you know, that um, in both John and Casey's rig it's like, oh yeah, well if it's if you're not making any progress, you just put your foot into it a little more and oh, there it goes, it's up whereas, you know, 4 only, 4.0 only has so much giddy up it can give, it doesn't really uh, always like to bump up those things you, you you can't, like, be on an obstacle and just give it more throttle. If you're on an obstacle and your wheels are spinning and you're not quite making it, it doesn't have anything else to give, chances are. So...
1: So, oh,
0: I'm going to throw a wrench
1: in the works and say that I didn't need more power at all. all oh, I don't
0: think I did either, but it also wasn't that wet.
1: I know, but, like, it's me saying that, so, you
0: know. Mm, well, you're not going to make uh, any power if your fuel pump isn't uh, isn't uh isn't working right. So... <laughs> so watching your Jeep work was entertaining. I'm um, not in, impressed with there's things I need to change. My front suspension does not compress or droop as much as I would like. I think there's a lot of tweaking I need to do. Um, some of the parts not there. Sure to what make you it, can do about the droop? I know what I can do about the droop. Um, it's probably not going to happen, but I can I can make that a little bit better my biggest issue is that pinion angle and that drive shaft angle i don't know if i have to grind out that um double carden to make it or go 1350s or 1350s that would probably help i don't know i think 1350s would
1: be the play for you
0: do you think is there actually more swing in a 1350 than a 1310
1: um your issue is that particular 1310 yoke so if you get a long snout 1350 yoke you're not going to have the same problems Mm, and you're also because i have a long snout or longer um 1310 yoke and i don't have any of the same problems you do but i also don't have a doubler and with the doubler and the fact that you're going to have two sets of stickies to me it seems more logical to just consider going the 1350 path Especially with your transfer case setup and the ease of swapping it.
0: Yeah, no. What I've got in there now is definitely not ideal, but um, it's what I have, so um, it'll do for now. I sit at like roughly 12 inches of down travel, and or not 12, 12 inches total. 12 inches out of the 14, I think ride height. It's sitting at like five and a half inches, so I've got technically five and a half up. I think it ends up using about four and a half which is perfect i don't i don't mind the up travel too too much but um i guess what i mean by changing my up travel is i've got four inch bumps four inch uh, air bumps and when you've only got five inches of travel it pretty much sits on the bump stops the entire time so i was i don't know if that's hindering me i have a feeling it may be doing weird things
1: and And, you gotta trim more
0: so a little bit more not much i was surprised it only snagged, I only felt the front passenger side snag on a full lock once.
1: That's not too terrible, but if you trim, or if you get two inch bumps and you put the fours out back, something like that where you're allowing a little bit more up travel before you're hitting the charge section of the bump, yep. I see you having some issues with that down the road. You might have more that has to come out of there. Yep. Um... So maybe you need to adjust the charging in those bumps. I'm not familiar with the Uh, way that those work. What you can do is
0: you can put a spacer in there so it only uses a, you know, I could set it so they were three inches or two inches if I take them apart and put in a spacer to limit. Fair enough.
1: If you need a spacer machine, let me know.
0: Yeah, I may. We'll see. I know it's. I don't Uh, think. I don't know. I don't think it's a massive pain in the ass, but you know, I just I just put them in there and I don't really want to take them out just this. You know, right the second, so yeah, I'm going to run totally a little bit longer. I'm not going to
1: fault you on that, um, but it did seem like it was working really, really well uh, out of the box, which made me quite happy. Um,
0: yeah, rear rear leaf setup leaves a little to be desired, but that's what you get. There's a you... lot to be desired. Yeah, well, I kind of fucked it up. I think I even I, I bitched about it to a few people while I was there. You know, I I shifted it back about five inches on the front or the, you know, the body side and the shackle on the yeah, back. the was, shackle
1: didn't have the room to go further Oh, no, I, back. I couldn't make
0: it go any further back. So I either need to suck it in, which may be what I do. I think I can pull it in a little bit from five and a half to something like, you know, maybe three and a half, and it would probably still keep it centered in the wheel well and i i'd lose some of my wheelbase it was actually nice it sits at 108 right now which is yeah more than i expected so uh
1: the other option would be you could drill the hole forward another inch or so and move i'm getting rid of in. those hack ass
0: uh boxes i made um they just they're not executed very well but they did get the job done and the backs actually held up worse than the fronts the front. I don't think they moved the backs. I'm pretty sure the the bolts have backed out of where the shackles are, and it's ripping the factory yeah, nut out of the need unibody. You
1: um, well, or like disassemble that and see if you can beat or uh, do something to weld those in or secure them into the rear unibody better because it looked like as, throughout the end of the day, they started to take a little bit of an angle
0: Oh, that's just because the leafs are not happy where they're sitting. That's because of the front brackets. It's actually pushed out on those front brackets because of the the way I had to install them. And the bolts are too long. I tried to grind them down, but there's only so much you can grind off one of those and still have it, you know, take the bolt without cross-threading immediately. Um, and I was also very short on time, as we know. So I kind of just threw the nut back there, took the impact gun cranked it down and it pulled the shackle or the you know the box out. So the front of the leaf spring is actually pushed out and it pushed the backs of the leaf spring you know, all in. All of this
1: though it's just telling me that you need to convert to the church of four link
0: I'm not touching my rear. I mean I'm gonna do I'm gonna
1: You're gonna touch it and I'm gonna then satisfy it's the, the leaf springs. Be happy, And you're gonna have to cut the traction bar up again.
0: Well, I already need to do that anyways because it ripped the the traction bar mount is ripping off the axle. That's fine. Did you not hear this? Yeah, it's ripping off. Uh, it's cool. I Great. Honestly, was not the break I was expecting, but I'm not surprised because before I left, I looked at that and I was like, that's not really welded on that well. I mean, it's been there for years. Don't get me wrong; it's never had an issue. But I just happened to look at it and was like, you know, I did that with the 110 welder uh, way back when, when I was not as good at uh, welding, and it just didn't, it didn't have welds on the inside. It was like the weld didn't go all the way to the end of the bracket. So I was just looking at it. And I was like, that's a perfect shear point for it to just rip all the weld right off, and that's what it did. So happy it broke as as I expected it to. Um,
1: so my view on the park is, uh, oh, sorry, I probably am getting ahead of myself. <laughs> is there any other thoughts that you have on that? Uh, um, I mean, about the park, about the park, about how your Jeep did, like um, what your overall view on it was before we get into finishing up the day ride and heading into the night. Yeah, ride.
0: that's what I was, what I was going to ask. Um, no, I think I don't think that day ride could have really gone any better, minus us having our shit together earlier and getting out sooner. Um, I think considering the circumstances it was perfect.
1: Yeah, I do have to give a massive shout out to the trail trash guys, uh, especially D. White, because D White put up with our shenanigans while he was hung over his shit.
0: Oh yeah, poor dude.
1: Um like when I say hungover shit, I mean like the kind of hungover where you're like, how are you functioning? Um, level. It was, it was quite impressive. Um, and he just kind of showed us around the park until we met up with John and Casey again. And then we rode some mild stuff, but it was still fun. Um, I think it was kind of my shakedown. If you want to be honest,
0: Oh, you had a shakedown at Harlan. Every run's okay. your shakedown run when you only wheel every six months. <laughs> Says the guy that didn't wheel from Harlan till now. Yeah, well, that's because I was working on putting an entirely new front suspension in my shit. And rear suspension if we're getting technical. Like, I basically went to like through the thing suspension-wise, front to back. And I cut the entire... And drivetrain. I touched everything on the drivetrain. I rebuilt the... I didn't fully rebuild, but I rebuilt the 205. I rebuilt the EcoBox. I rebuilt the transmission. I resealed a bunch of shit on the motor. I didn't do a rebuild on it because it's a 4.0, but... Um, you know, I, I went through everything. And I did all the uh, prep work on the engine bay, the tube work, the suspension work. It was just a lot. A lot of bullshit. Yeah.
1: And after Harlan, I went through, replaced the crank position, worked on the fuel system, uh, worked on the exhaust, worked on fixing the cross members uh, where they were having their issues, went through, and that's after not even making it into a blue. I made the Jeep so it would run because I couldn't even get up a green trail when it unloaded off the trailer at Harlan. And the extent of my wheeling at Harlan was making it up to the main uh, divider, like, or top circle, before the Jeep would die on me.
0: Oh, you made it a little far- further than that. You got up onto the ridge. Okay, I made it up to the <laughs> you ridge. You made it to the tippity top of that first mountain. <laughs> <But> that's <laughs> probably the, the actual top, right there, that the it died. It's <laughs> just <laughs> like, nope, yep,
1: fuck you. So, I'm still going to call it my shakedown, because it was the first fucking wheeling run that I actually got to take in the thing, and it didn't, like, there weren't any massive problems with it. Yeah. Um, I have to say it's fucking wild, uh, wheeling it how it is now, it does not feel like the same rig, it's not even remotely close, if I'm being honest, um, the rear end works really well the trail that we all talked about i'm not sure what the trail number was but it's a blackish offshoot um from the green that goes up to meet up with trail 41 so we hit that um I took a reasonable line, and the Jeep just drove up it. It makes a couple of heinous noises, but my exhaust hits my crossmember really bad now when the motor tweaks, so I need to put in, like, brown dogs or something to stop the motor from moving. Yeah, uh,
0: that's a good investment if you're going to keep the
1: 4.0. I don't want to keep the 4.0, but right, I don't well want to well then, just throw in some it.
0: factory fucking mounts. Uh no, maybe not factory. I don't know. That's a tough call. I guess you can just yeah. go with one of those like solid circle bushing style motor mounts. That's what I would do. The factory ones just leaves way too much room for the thing to slide around still if you're beating on it. I was gonna
1: go with the uh Iron Man Clevelight bushing ones.
0: Yeah, those Where are great ones. use. I, think. I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. Um and just slap those in there so hopefully I don't have as many problems with everything moving around. Um the Jeep ran cool. Like it never got over two hundred and twenty degrees, which is fucking awesome for me.
0: Two hundred and twenty. It's a little yeah. hot. It's a little warm, but
1: like two twenty is
3: fine. Twenty is perfect for fine.
0: Yeah, it's nothing to be
1: concerned about. It's in the realm of reasonably hot compared to the normal, like, trying to overheat and boiling over that it does. So mm-hmm. that's cool. True. Uh, especially without the E-Fan in there still.
3: Oh my god. You don't have an E-Fan? No, he's a dumbass. What? <laughs> I mean, it's, okay, to be fair, having no E-Fan is better than having no mechanical fan. So I will give you that. But Jesus Christ, you can pick them up for, like, 85 cents at the junkyard and just slap it in.
1: Yeah, I gotta rewire everything. Um, Don't even just hook work. it up
3: to a... Just fucking hook it up to a goddamn uh switch. Yeah, yeah switch,
0: 40 amp. I think it's a 40 amp uh, fuse and call it a day. That's gonna happen. Damn.
1: Cool. Um, but... Yeah, I'm ecstatic with how it wheeled. That four-link changed everything up, and I think the weirdest point for me was watching John and Casey's rigs, where they would have to back up and hit something, and I could just, like, put it in gear and go. And the Jeep would climb the exact same line without having to do the grotesque amounts of rev limiter that they were doing. So... I'm going to trail off my rant here with, uh, we were on our way out of the trail system and everyone was kind of moving a little quick and I forget why, but I think it was I would stopped to let Morgan back in because she wanted to get her harnesses set back up and Marvell was in the passenger seat, so it took me a couple minutes with her to get the harnesses reset and everyone kind of had taken off and I didn't think that much of it, so I was bombing out of the trails, like blast first gear to rev limiter, bang second gear, pull rev limiter, blast third gear, hit rev limiter. And we were coming down the green. I forget what the name of the trail is, but it goes past area 51. So I think Cody was in front of me with Casey and uh, there was a section where you're coming downhill and it just flattens out and then it drops off a little bit. I think I hit that either in second or third gear. Popping limiter. Fucking flying. And all of a sudden there was just a little pop. And my Jeep dies. Will not start. Fuel pump is kicking on. I'm like, oh shit. What the fuck did I do? Did I shear the PCM off the fucking... You know, like, firewall, ruin the grounds, fry the computer. Maybe, like, the motor moved and fucking mashed some wiring. What the fuck is going on? Did I run out of gas? There's no way I burned through the 14 gallons of gas that are in there. What the fuck? So, I'm getting a little heated. We're going through everything. My hatch won't open. Hammer on the hatch in the right spot after Cody was like, you gotta hit right here, dumbass. And, uh, so I popped the top off of my cell, and what comes floating up, the bottom of my fuel pump is just laying up against the top part of the cell. (laughs) I'm like,
2: I know what's wrong with it, it ain't got no gas in it. (laughs)
1: Okay, fuck. So, uh, Casey towed me off the mountain, that was fun, uh, Cody helped with that. It was great. Uh, I almost killed the dirt biker because they pulled out in front of me with uh, me not having brakes. Or, like, uh, hydraulic brakes. So I panic-stopped it. Well, you had it and... hydraulic
0: brakes. You just didn't have a brake booster. Okay, okay, whatever.
1: You <laughs> know. Well, eh, semantics. Um, so this guy, like, pulls out in front of me and I go to slam it to a stop. And, like... And, um... I stopped up against this rock that it might have rolled over, but my starter was like, yeah, no, you ain't going over that. So I had to put it in reverse, uh, hit my starter until I like backed up, was able to cut the steering wheel over, and then I did that, and um, I had balled up my toe strap on the front because there was a couple of uphill sections where Casey was in front of me. Well. Coming down the trail, that got loose so it wrapped around the axle and fucking I had to panic stock the, stop the jeep again disconnected off the bumper wad it back up, throw it back through the driver's uh, door and then Casey ended up towing me from the bottom of the park all the way back to the campsite ran into town, new fuel pump starts up much better than it did, fuel pump might have been part of my problem
0: I wonder if it is like partially disconnected from those clips beforehand, and it was just slowly dying, and then you bumped it, and it just... Oh, yeah, I definitely
1: got a good two, three feet of air there. Like, I was... Cody,
3: were you behind me? No, I was not paying attention at that moment in time. Okay,
1: all I know is that I was fucking flying, and I felt it hit, and the rear suspension bottomed. So I felt it hit the bumps...
0: And then pick back up, and then it died. It hit the bumps, though. That's all that matters. Mm -hmm. Those ugly-ass bump stops.
1: (laughs) My Jeep's ugly. It's truly an amazing shitbag.
3: Shitbox? Shitbox, shitbag. The funniest thing I heard all weekend was uh, Casey, during this whole Luke upset because his Jeep wasn't running, Uh, Casey came over and was looking at his Jeep, and he goes, you know, you paint a really bad picture about your Jeep. He goes, I was expecting the absolute worst shitbox that I've ever seen. He goes, this thing's pretty nice. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, stop underselling yourself. He's like, this thing's pretty sweet.
2: No, Steve does that on purpose, so people give him a little bit of a stroke when they meet him. Yeah, I I can (laughs) agree with
3: that.
1: (laughs) I do it on purpose, so that way when it fucks me like it did at Harlan, I have an excuse.
3: I don't think it's an excuse anymore. (laughs)
1: Uh, I like it. It's a good shitbox. It's my favorite vehicle I've ever
0: owned, so it's just a shitbox. It didn't win Kid's Choice Award, though. Not yet, at least. Uh, well the
2: car show season
1: starting back up down here and that's right down the road i'll keep you updated if it's gonna win kids choice award or not (laughs) cool um there is a lot of jk's that show up to that so i'm really hoping that it keeps i don't know if it still does the backfire thing but i really hope it does the backfire thing still so i can pull in there and almost sound like a baby colin
3: or are you just gonna sound really annoying. One of the two. Yeah, well it both
1: are acceptable. It Sounds really annoying if I engine break it. It's fucking hilarious. It sounds like a sad fart.
0: <laughs> huh. What? Mine just you burbles uncontrollably. It's obnoxious. Graham's burbles
1: uncontrollably. <laughs> it's so mine's bad. a little bit more of like a deeper resonation as it does that, so it sounds like a sad, wet fart if I let out of it in, like, second gear from Revlimiter.
3: What the fuck? That Great. doesn't sound normal. <laughs>
1: it's Don't uh, question it too far. Oh, boy.
0: Um, you want to get to the night ride, Graham? Yeah, well, I guess this this'll be cool, because you were... I want to hear what you did. I sort of heard bits and pieces of it, but I can give my, uh my take on where we went. Me and Colin. Um so we didn't really we didn't do a crazy amount, right? But we went out and I had gotten my headlights wired. That was a big thing is I had no headlights. So I had to fix my headlights because I needed some form of exterior illumination that wasn't my one working blinker or running light. The only the um, passenger side worked. Because I accidentally cut quick. the driver's side.
1: On that note, you talking about that's got me looking at that set of hellas like uh you need to get on my Jeep soon.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. You got those little lights. Um yeah, that would be helpful. I wish I had more. And it's something I wanted to do had I had more time. Uh i I do want to put a set of rock lights or something on it so I can actually see. Cause my shitty headlights do not do very much at all. Um But we had I forget where we had initially sort of met up, Colin was kind of dragging his feet, he was like, I don't know if I want to go I'm going to, I am gonna, I want to go, but I don't know and I was like, I'm gonna go so you can come with me, or you don't have to come with me um, so we went back, he had brought his jeep up, I hadn't so we ran back, got my jeep and at that point, I think everybody had sort of like started dispersing but I had seen like, out of the corner of my eye going on the off, off on the buggy um, entrance um I thought I had seen John's Jeep or somebody's Jeep. I forget if it was John or Casey's. Um, but we had gone back, got my Jeep. I saw them way in the distance, go in the woods, and I was like, okay, that's where they're going. We'll start there, and I'll just follow the lights. So me and Colin went went in and did that. The The buggy entrance was pretty sloppy, actually. So the Jeep entrance was all dry, but the buggy entrance it was kind of swampy. It was lower down on the mountain. It made sense. Um, there was nothing too crazy there. Um we had uh sort of just followed along kinda of blindly. I think Aaron and uh Chris Doanne, Daddy Doan, whatever you want to call him, were were with them as well. I thought I had seen one of them. So I was like, okay, we'll just keep going. And then uh, sure, I'm sure sure they were confused as to who the fuck was behind them because we just kind of appeared out of the woods and were behind them after they had slowed down for something up ahead. Uh, and really what we had done is we just went down and we looked at uh, Little Caesars. We went all the way in and we were looking up at this and climbed up partway up the Little Caesars line, which is just this insane fucking... Um, fairly technical line that goes straight up with rocks and then you come up to this first ledge and apparently it's the smallest of the three but it was pretty fucking big uh so we sat there we're talking about that uh they had a couple stories to share about that um it was, uh, they were pretty good so if we have them on definitely see if they want to talk about that i won't spoil it um did that Kind of chilled out for a second, got back in the Jeep, and then we went back the way we came. Now, we had to go up the stupid little ledge that was not too bad to go down, but it was steep enough and it was slimy enough that getting back up was a little bit tricky. Um, I forget who went first. Um, oh, Aaron went first in his MJ, MJ Crawlin, you know, the classic gold MJ. Um, he went up that. He didn't have too, too many issues, but he's right. he's on sticky 42s. Um,
1: 43s I 43s. think he's yeah, got S-axes
0: yeah. and an LS so <laughs> it's a little different than Colin's Jeep but we were watching the lines he was picking he sort of tried all of them and you could see how it was moving the rig around um, We were, you know, me and Colin were kind of intently watching like how the fuck are we going to get up that uh, and he ended up picking sort of a midline because there were three sort of he had tried three options. He tried far left, far right, and middle. And the middle was what he ended up getting up. But it was kind of tricky, because you had to run your pasture side up this slick stack of two rocks, and then hammer it straight up, which isn't really the direction you wanted to go. You wanted to be a little left. But you couldn't, because if you tried to go the little left that you needed to go to continue on the trail, it would just slam you into this boulder on the side with an undercut rock that would just grab your front diff. Oh. So you... Oh, hold up.
1: Real quick there. I have to say one of the coolest parts of the day ride was that little obstacle that we did where you have to basically put your rig on your side or on its side and drag it down that boulder as you make that left-hand turn. That was fucking cool.
0: Yeah, that reminded me of uh Rock Creek at not Rock Creek, whatever the hell. The the creek at um, Harris Mountain. Yeah. I don't know if you ever ran yeah. that. That was I only ever did that trail once, but I'm glad I did it once because it was uh it was a ton of fun. It's super off camber and kind of sketchy feeling, but you literally just ride your cage on that rock and it's fine. Like there's no issues and then it straightens you back out. Um cool yeah. spot. But yeah, that reminded me you of that it was cool. You went
1: way the far to the right on that. So you didn't end up rubbing into it. I ended up robbing my whole um
0: yeah, because, you know, that tube. I know my rig and I know where to put it. Nah, 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 <laughs> i didn't care about my i, was, I was waiting for cody to call me because i'm pretty sure he was spotting as i jammed my tires in between it oh like, <laughs> my yeah.
3: god I, he shoved it in and i'm just like grab stop no like it's it's not gonna work And he just like squeezed a little bit more and i'm like
2: ah stop it like
3: no it's so funny uh yeah
0: yeah i yeah, remember was- what oh, sorry no go go go
1: I remember coming up into that and I was just like dropping in and I'm riding the clutch and I'm looking at the mirror because I've gotten the front half of the Jeep past and I'm like, this is going to be the rear glass. <laughs> I looked over at Morgan, who was standing up on the rock. She's like smiling and waving at me and I'm like, I'm sorry about the glass. <laughs> and it was like, what? <laughs> and then it fell and it hit that tube and like it lightly it dented it. the yeah. body, but it saved it. And I was like, okay, cool. everything's good (laughs) carry on
0: but yes anyways um either way it was technical spot but it was slick so you couldn't be technical you kind of just had to throttle out on it and um mj crawlin did it without slinging too much mud which is probably good because uh me and colin didn't everybody i guess after that didn't really uh stop to uh make it any easier for the next guy colin He was looking at the far right line, which, you know, in theory looked like a good line, but with how slick it was, you couldn't really get it, you couldn't keep it under control enough to keep it up top where it wanted to be. It would slide back down, which was sketchy. So he had it on the far right to start, tried slamming up and turning, and he did that, and he ended up being like sideways on it. It looked real sketchy. And uh, I think he ended up falling back into the line that he ended up having to take anyways, which is, again, this. You have to sort of ride the slight left of the, or slight right of the middle of the line and hope you bounce up over the undercut rock so you don't end up getting pinned. So after a little bit of persuasion there, he got up it. I did a similar thing, same deal, got up it. But that was nice because it was, you know, I got to warm the tires up, beat on it a little bit, which is. What I had wanted to do, um, had we gone out the next morning, was actually just, you know, start abusing it on lines to get it up, obstacles, because that's fun, and that's not what we didn't do any of that the whole morning and whole afternoon. So uh, that was it was good. Had I not done that, I would have been, uh, you know, a little more upset with how little we did, but that sort of held me over for that. That night i guess right i wasn't super mad that we didn't go out that morning because we'd gone out so i was it was the right decision i'm glad we went out
1: we ended up at the fucking pavilion at like what three-ish in the morning yeah
0: we were looking at doing a different line as well uh colin was kind of antsy to get back because they were tired, but um they was looking at oatmeal and i think had it not started raining I would have been down to try oatmeal. Maybe not at night. I don't know. It's a tough call. If everybody else was doing it, I would have done it. Fuck it. But um, eh, there were mixed mixed feelings about going up that one at night. So we didn't. We just scooted out. And that was the extent of our uh, short My thoughts little,
1: on oatmeal are I will do oatmeal in the morning... Or during the day, if it's a nice day. I can't
0: see shit anyways, so what's the difference between me doing it at night or during the day? Like, uh, that's... Traction. But uh, it yeah, it would have been the same. Lubrication. What do you mean? Uh,
1: lubrication. Um, How much easier it is to slide that right leg down at night than it is during the day, and... Uh, give her the beans. Uh, I don't
0: know. I wasn't I wasn't uh, No, I was heavily by any means I maybe had like one or two. It was No, I a... was
1: I was well on my way at that point. <laughs> I would have made terrible choices and then been upset in the morning.
0: Yeah, I was uh I don't know. I still felt like I was Uh, being very responsible as far as that went Uh, so it was it was sort of just a relaxed quick scoot around looking at Little Caesars was cool because that's like you know we got to see you know what that park can offer if you really want to punish yourself (laughs) that's a trail you'd be on all day and you still probably wouldn't get up it uh, without a lot of winching if you didn't break on the first climb up so and that's a big if I'm excited. Um, For me, the cool
1: part is that's my Ma So Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's my Ma That's like it's my Brookridge.
1: Yeah. (laughs) My
0: Brookridge is only an hour and a half from me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, you guys have made the drive with me, so you know exactly how close it is. Um, But my night... I'm going to save the beginning of my night. Um, I'm just going to say Brad had some problems. We'll talk about that later. Um, Foreshadowing and all that. Um, But I was out and about and we were figuring out what we were doing. And Sam goes, um, hey, you want to hop in? I'm like, yeah, where are we going? He's like, oh, we're just going to go up there to the front. I'm like, okay, cool. So, I climb into the JK buggy, and he gets.
0: Oh about come on! Okay, we, we can't skip. We can we can leave. Uh, are we planning on having Brad on to talk about? Brad and his Dwight. Weekend? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe don't don't go into details there, but it was bad.
1: Uh, yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. No, <laughs> no, no. It, no. it, it was.
0: Bad. I just I just <laughs> want to like. So you're not painting the picture of you. Hopping from one rig to another here, so he was with Brad. I'm just gonna. I don't really know. I wasn't there, but from what Brad was saying, I'll I'll just give a you know short synopsis here. Is uh you know Luke had gone gone with Brad. They go up. What did they go up like one trail or so? I don't even know how far you guys went in before you started having issues.
1: Yeah, something like that. We yeah. were getting down, blasting some Shania Twain. Um...
0: Yes, and like it just, won't... just bop bopping along, and then
1: <laughs> we'll just leave it to the Brad sideways. Brad That's had a major
0: failure <laughs> that we'll let him describe how, if he comes on, and, and really Luke just fucking hops person. out and gets in the other jeep. Well, He's <laughs> on his way. <laughs> There's more to this,
1: but I am supposed to have originally rode with Sam, um. So I walked down and Sam's at the back of the line blasting uh, what was it? I think it was Bulls on Parade or something like that and just chilling. And he's like you want to ride up to the front again? And I was like yeah sure. And then we're, he's like oh wow that looks like a shit show. We're going this way! <laughs> I'm like well I'm harnessed in already. Fuck it. <laughs> we're going. And um you know I do feel bad and I will be making it up to Brad because I feel like I kind of did fucking ditch, but there was more, there was two other praetors there, plus the people behind, and all I was doing at my level of drunkness was apologizing for being a curse. <laughs> so, I wasn't adding that much to the situation. No, you,
0: you were sort of just
1: gonna be commentary. Uh, not... um, and he didn't need commentary. No offense to the guy, I fucking, after meeting him, He's even better than he is on the podcast. And the same thing goes for all the fucking trail trash guys. Um, Fucking amazing guys to deal with. And I kind of... I do feel bad for hopping out. But I was also fucking commentary. So... I don't know. So I hop in with Sam. It was supposed to be just like a ride up. Hit the next obstacle up. And then figure out where we were going. Well. That turned into a shit show in and of itself because we ended up going up there and then we ran into, oh fuck, I forget the guy's name. But we ran into another group of buggies, basically. So, Sam's having a good time. We're listening to Rage Against the Machine at full volume and smoking a pack of Marb Lights he bought off of someone for 20 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Um while throwing Mikolovs and uh, Sweetwaters in the passenger floorboard. And he's like, you know, we're cruising along, and this JK is a... I don't know how I'd fucking describe it, but the guy fucking built a very nice rig. ORIs, custom frame sections, uh, probably a 5,500-pound JK buggy. It was like a 2016 JK he cut up. Um and we're bombing along and just like we hit George water trail or George white trail. One of those. Um, and we rode up that and it started to like lightly drizzle and we were kind of chuckling about it and he's like, things are about to get tough. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, they kind of seem like it. So we hit this, um, Like, not quite a vertical wall, but probably like a seven-foot wall of rocks just piled up. And he's like, all right, well, we're going to see if we can get up this. Pops the rev limiter in first and just pops the clutch. (laughs) Like, just no regard for the fact that it's a JK or any of that. Just straight on the rev limiter, pops the clutch. That doesn't go... Him and Morgan have been talking and Morgan was like, don't kill my boyfriend because she thought he was fucking crazy and she's probably right. But (laughs) he looks at me and he's wearing these big fucking like nerd glasses and he goes, your girlfriend said not to kill you. I'm about to try. Grab second. Just pops it to the rev limiter. And you could hear his foot just slide off and the pedal hit the fucking... Uh, stop as he's coming off of the clutch. We get up on there, get up, and it gets like halfway, sideways. Just mashes the clutch. We come flopping back down that wall and he's like, eh, maybe this isn't the spot. Back into first. Bangs rev limiter, pulls it around to the side, bounces up this tree, and away we go. And so we hit a George something trail. Um... The backside of 50, I think. Um, And then it started to pour. And when it started to pour, we were talking about how rough the park gets when it starts to rain. And um, then lightning clapped right after he said, yeah, this place goes to shit the second it starts pouring. Hmm. And started dumping straight down on us as we're waiting for the next two buggies in front of us to get up stuff. And we're sitting almost vertical, and the rain's just coming down. He's got no windshield in this buggy, and we're, like, getting absolutely soaked. And we rolled back into camp at, like, I don't know, man, fucking 2.45 in the morning, and I got dropped off at the
0: pavilion because I saw a there. Yep. Yeah, we had gotten uh, back was- a little bit earlier. We were just kind of chilling out.
1: Yeah, it was a fucking wild time, dude. I wish Uh, I went. I'm so sad I didn't go. It was stupid for me
0: to not go. Yeah, a little baby. Should've.
3: I don't want to go night wheeling. I was tired. Fucking leave me alone. I was too, Uh,
0: but not that tired. Still wanted to wheel. I
1: was running on sleep, nicotine, and passenger seat alcohol. Don't condemn driver's seat alcohol, but hey, if you're riding shotgun, not your problem.
3: yeah uh, it, it i don't know i just i wish i fucking went it was so stupid that i didn't go dumb you, you missed a lot uh,
1: i think you would have had good fun riding with casey uh also once again i just gotta say all of the guys that we met down there were fucking awesome
0: yeah i just thought it was yeah. funny that you know we we pull up next to sam and he's like oh yeah I'm from, i used to be from connecticut yeah yada, yada. Uh, oh yeah i listened to the podcast like that was that was cool
3: yeah that was that was fucking sweet honestly
1: yeah we were talking about it in the jeep and he was like i didn't know if it was actually like a real thing or not that it pulls up next to me and i was like
3: huh cool what <laughs> that we were driving from mass
1: down well, he like had heard about the podcast and like listened to a little bit of it, but it's like didn't know if we were like actually like doing anything. Oh you know, yeah yeah. We any just of that all all talk like... no
0: action. Yeah. I don't and know. then we He's... just
1: like appeared next
3: to him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um throwing stickers at people and shit. Yeah, we we try to be real. Every once in a while we pretend.
3: <laughs> we try our best. <laughs> it is nice to pretend hey you stayed home all right mister (laughs) i don't want to hear it yeah you know what mr that
1: stayed home what are your questions about this
0: i guess that's interesting like as a as a sideliner what were your thoughts
2: well so i i got to see little bits and pieces of the uh pictures and videos and shit that you guys had. So mm-hmm. one thing I wanted to ask was how was the drag racing the Jeep Because you know, oh, normally, we didn't even talk about that yet. No, normally we build these things to go slow, but here you are trying to All go right. at Well I'll preface. how at workout.
0: I suck at drag racing, I'll just say that much. Uh I can't <laughs> I can't hit second gear to save my life, apparently. So <laughs> I can get third, fine, but if, both times, cause uh, I mean, I knew it wasn't gonna go well for me. My jeep's way fatter than Collins, but uh, and also, Collins just a better driver than me in general. Uh, so, but it was fun. Hold it was up, a ton of fun up. watching no, those guys. We
1: gotta dispute that logic. What? I'm sorry, I have to give you the better driver crown, uh, Mister One Shot. But well, no, Colin I think I did. can
0: pick a better line than Colin in in some scenarios. But I don't think I'm a better, uh, you know, you know, clutch dump. I, yeah, uh, that
1: Colin's slam shifting. Really, Colin's really good at putting on a show. That is his yes. speciality.
3: Yes. Yes. Um. I'm Sometimes really good you... at picking the dumb line, and you're really good at shoving your tires into things, Graham. Yeah, no, but when we I'm not doing a, that, I pick like.
1: Lines...
0: When I'm not doing that, I feel like I pick lines that are generally okay. I, I they're like, generally I, pretty good. My favorite example is um, was at Roush when we were at a. Yellow Jacket, and I literally walked up that like it was nothing. And then everybody else was to have massive problems. Like Mark on the 40s, you know, you know, you'd think my my 50 would be like a boat anchor going through that. The way everybody else was getting hung up with the 37s, and here's Mark having issues uh, dragging his diff through it, and he's got 40s and just a a a better suspension setup than mine. In
1: Dude, I am
2: so fucking <laughs> I just, excited I got a out of that.
1: for Roush. I am so fucking excited for Roush next year.
0: I need to uh or this year a, a break from working on my shit and stressing out for those big trips. I need a couple like small little quick day trip, weekend trips. Uh I'll be ready for Roush by the time Roush comes up, but I need some like some little stuff. I need to not be spending a shitload of money. Because, goddamn, oh, gas is f- that. Or fuel is expensive.
1: I get that. My big fear is like, I have to. I think my cut point would be if gas gets over seven dollars. Oh, gallon,
0: relax. Could... Down there, it'll never hit a more than seven.
1: No, but you I'm might saying see that in like, New York. If it, if it does go into Pennsylvania, that could be a problem. But otherwise, I'm pretty confident that everything for Pennsylvania, all my ducks are in a row. The jeep seems like I trust it now. Um, you know, and shout out to trail trash, but they offered their shop up for me to do a maintenance day. So we're going to unfuck the steering and get that thing all greased up. So hopefully some of those horrendous noises will stop and it's, it's going to be good. I'm fucking. Amp for that trip now, especially after how well this one went.
0: I can't wait for another classic rush trip.
3: I'm excited for it. It's a lot closer. So oh I'm yeah, it's like nothing now. It. Seven mm-hmm. hours? Sheesh! You can do that in a day. <laughs> so does
1: that mean that like S'more is more on the table for next year? Maybe.
0: I don't know how far is that one. Missouri, uh, all about the way 22. Tennessee. Twenty hours.
3: No, it's in Missouri. We don't have to go anywhere near Tennessee. It borders Tennessee, you jackass. What? No, it doesn't.
0: (laughs) I gotta look up a map. I'm literally doing that as easy. I don't don't know my geography.
3: Germany. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay, that's no, but we can we can go across. Holy fuck, it's gonna be twenty.
0: That's in out the. Oh no, no, no! I, I just looked up United States map and it put a pin right in the center. <laughs> 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 uh, oh lord. Um, let's see. From right. my house to where? Where is S'more in Missouri?
1: Uh it's right around Springfield. Um, more, more specifically, a closer town would be Cedar Gap, Missouri. It's eight and a half hours from me. Oh, boo-hoo. No, I'm not saying that like it's a bad thing. Just saying that it is. Um. Let's see. The let's other see. one that I'm really excited for is oh, yeah, really... Oh, 20,
0: like... 21 hours. Okay.
1: I would really like to hit the good evening ranch um at some point this coming year
3: that's in west virginia right
1: yeah if that's still
3: a thing i thought last we heard it wasn't really a thing anymore no
1: good evening ranch is still a thing we talked with colton about it it's uh it's just opening up they're offering cabins and shit they're starting rock crawling comps
3: that's exciting for sure
1: um you know, it's a good in-between. Roush is another really good in-between for us to meet up and wheel. Um, yeah.
0: You oh, know, it does border Tennessee. Holy shit. Yeah. Tech, por- barely. It. Yeah. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little fucking foot. It's like somebody but- won. They beat Arkansas for some reason and they got the little chunk. Arkansas isn't a real place. Uh, it so, actually is. It's more of a border to Tennessee than um, Missouri is. I'll have you know.
1: Missouri is real. Arkansas is fake. Can't confirm.
0: Yeah, well. I'm, I'm the local geography expert on this. I'm not going on to Missouri this. anytime soon.
1: Fair enough. But. um. Wow, that was another tangent. Yeah, it was. All right, Kish. Yeah. Back on track. More questions.
2: I'm, I was still waiting for fucking Graham to finish answering the fuck. What, what was the question? I forget. How was the experience of trying to go fast? Like, did the Jeep oh. do what you thought it was going to? I mean, or? it drove
0: <laughs> in a straight line pretty much. It just did it very slowly and not excitingly. <laughs> uh, I, I mean. It's about what I expected. I had no brakes, so that kind of sucked. So trying to stop at the end was kind of like, okay, we just uh, drop a gear and let off the clutch and hope it stops and I can turn and not die. But everybody was doing that because the dust was bad and you couldn't actually see by the time you got to the end. um, (laughs) Oh, you boys want to talk about dust?
3: Oh, you, (laughs) Dusty boy? Covered in it. (laughs) Covered. That was a stoic picture of you. Oh, it is. It's a phenomenal photo. I actually love that photo. Yeah, it's pretty cool. God damn, I was covered in it so bad. Yep.
1: I do love the photo you got of me drinking the cup of coffee. That was Uh, fucking great. In the rig?
3: There was some great photos for sure, and I'm happy that I brought the camera along and was just spamming photos because there was... Some very nice catches that I Some caught throughout it. The
1: better ones were the ones where it seemed like no one knew that their photos were actually being taken. Like the one of Morgan and Kate sitting up on the, um, at the cabin was great.
3: Yeah, that was phenomenal. But that um, was a good picture.
1: You know, the picture of Kate and Graham was also really good. Um, Oh, or the one, one where
0: the one where Kate's uh, flipping off the
1: camera. Yes. And yeah, I'm
3: and you're looking, looking like,
0: like a Morgan Wallen <laughs> <like> a
1: dope
3: <laughs> with
0: your <laughs> that <was> mad picture <laughs> on. Yeah, yeah, Before I got my my hair tied and to do go with the ponytail look, that was definitely the the play.
1: Um, I think that one that you grabbed with John and me where John just looks like he's about to fucking drop dead from exhaustion shows like I
3: thought he looked more like Captain Morgan to be fair. But yeah, that, that's a that's a good answer too. <laughs>
0: okay, I can see the Captain Morgan when you put it that way. Yeah, yeah. He
3: had his leg up and like. He didn't you know, look he...
0: that tired, but yeah, I guess you know everybody was I mean tired. he looks he like... like he was fucking Drop dead
1: exhausted, and he had been like going since. Well, oh, you know, because he days. was
0: since whenever.
3: Yeah, I have to remember this is our first time meeting him, so like that's our. That's our <laughs> yeah, kind of that's, baseline that's just what he looks
0: like, as far as I know. Yeah, He's you, know, tired. Like, <laughs> yeah
3: that's, you know, so we can't really say if he looked tired or not because he just looked like John. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. But like, I met him at the shop uh
1: time before that, and. He's uh much happier or he smiles a lot more than he did in that one picture. He's <laughs> picture, just like fucking beat. So, <laughs> so
0: then you in the background, you're smiling, I think. You're just looking like a yeah. goof.
1: Dude, I was looking like a goof that whole weekend. I ha- my problem was my exhaust was rubbing my fucking cross member like life's good, man.
0: <laughs> uh
1: I'm pissed I missed the drag race.
0: Oh, uh, you missed out. That was honestly probably the unexpected highlight of the weekend for me. I, I went would... down there and I was like, okay, we're gonna watch uh John and Daddy uh race and see who's gonna win and then I go down there and Dwight comes up, he's like, So you want a drag race? I was like, uh he's like, sure, okay, we're gonna put you in. It's like, Cool, okay And then uh Colin came down he obviously got dumped in it too and we we're like, okay, cool, hope we race and sure enough we did and uh it was a blast those v8 buggies were just insane to watch i mean there was that uh i think my favorite one uh just because of how ridiculous it was was the it was like a geo tracker on a truck frame it looked like it looked yes. like a shoe
3: it looked it like a fucking weird. shoe <laughs> it was so cool <laughs> it was very very odd i, I but it worked somehow <laughs> I and don't know. The,
0: the big block in that, um, in that, uh, uh, the, the, Jesus Christ, the 70s Ford body was, that thing was hauling too. He, he gave a lot of guys room for their money up until the, uh, I forget who beat him, but I think it was one of the newer, um, LS buggies. It looked pretty really I think clean.
3: it was the wide open designs. Yeah. I'm uh, like, okay. Of, sure,
0: of course, the, the, Farm truck buggy is going to get beat out by a wide open design chassis with a monster LS in it, but uh, it was doing good up until then. Jacob was pumped about that. I sent him a few pictures.
1: <laughs> you know, and like, I'm kind of sad I missed it, but at the same time, I think I made a responsible, almost adult choice to fix my rig to try and make it out the next morning. Yeah. If we were going we to go out.
0: optimistic there, but it was definitely the right call. I don't blame you. Um,
1: And then it just, it sucked that the RTV wasn't going to be set, and I didn't want to go and ruin a fucking RTV job that took me quite a bit of time, and... It doesn't look it. It doesn't look it, but it was a pain to get everything all set up in there and all scraped out, because I literally had a K-bar to scrape that (laughs) down with. So, like, you know... I went a little heavy and like they didn't have a caulk or like a normal tube. So I ended up with a caulk tube where it blew the back part of the tube apart. And I was like scooping it. <laughs> <with the K-bar. laughs> I was wondering why <laughs> it looked like it, it did. On oh God. The just so I could go wheeling next morning. And I just didn't want to have it not set, get gas into it from being an idiot and launching it in four low. And then be fucked up the next morning and have it leaking when I decided that I was going to be an idiot. So, we wandered down and um, I ended up with the trail trash camera somehow, so a good portion of the video from that is going to be taken by Captain Dumbass over here.
2: Oh
0: yeah, if they don't (laughs) cut it all out.
2: No, it's fucking usable.
1: (laughs) Uh, I actually took my responsibilities almost seriously.
0: Yeah, well, okay, we'll hey, that'll be cool. I'm excited for that video,
1: dude. I am too, cause they were rolling the whole time that we were out and about, and I kind of want to know what fucking Marvell thought riding in the passenger seat, cause he was he got out and he didn't have anything to say, and that was entertaining.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Marvel, a good way or a bad? What do you think?
1: Good or bad? <laughs> I don't know. He just hopped out, and he was like, that was smooth, and walked away.
0: Huh. <laughs> and <was> <laughs> I think that's good. I was impressed that he's got, like, the full interior on it. I, I hadn't seen yeah. an inside shot of his Jeep before, uh, and you know, until I saw it in person. So, it, it's a clean interior. He doesn't have an e-brake anymore, you know. Pff, loses points for that, because, you know, safety. But... I don't either, I (laughs) can't see shit. On that
1: note, that is one thing that I think down the road I do want to do, is I want to get one of those ball valves, and I was playing with where I could reach the tubes on my seat, and I think I mm -hmm. found a spot. So I want to put in an e-brake valve so I can lock the rear brakes on my rig.
0: Yeah, I don't know. The one thing I or will say about a, that whole property is, when we stopped, I can see why those guys uh, you know, prefer the automatic, right? You can just stop, throw that bitch in park, and, you know, it's probably not going to roll anywhere if you got it in 4-low. Uh, like, me... <laughs> I was like, I don't, my motor doesn't have much compression, <laughs> it's rolling back a little bit, my brakes suck, it's, it feels like manual brakes, uh, I have to be all the way to the floor, something's not right, I don't know, I still gotta figure that one out, but uh, I had to like slam the brakes to the floor, I was putting like all my weight into the pedal, so some of the times we were like, stopped, I'd be sitting, and you were having the same issue, Luke, it was like, we're sitting on this hill, like, I can't, are we stopping or is it going to, am I going to move in a minute? Like sitting on the clutch and the brake at the same time, trying to figure out what I, if I should just plug it. legs are
1: like starting to fall asleep and starting to shake after a while yeah. there. And you're like, come on, we're, oh, sweet, sweet. We're moving. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> let, we let me, but I just let hill. it roll in first. Like I got to a point where I was like, okay, well just leave it in low, low gear. So it's really crawling. Then I don't have to hit the brake. So.
1: And then we would get right up to the next hill, and the second we hit the steepest part... Oh, we'd stop. Every fucking yeah. time. <laughs> and I would be sitting there, and like I shut the jeep off, and I'm like, ah, okay. And then you hear it go, er, rolling back just a tiny bit. And then you'd feel that cylinder come off of compression, and it would go back another four inches real quick. Hit the next compression, and you're like, okay... Uh, okay. I'm gonna just start you up, sit in neutral, and have the master, or have the power booster fucking...
0: Please, come on, do the thing. Mm. Oh, Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the... You gotta, like, press the brake, press the clutch, hope the clutch doesn't... Or you got the brake pressed enough that the clutch isn't gonna, like, just let it roll back. And, uh, yeah, oh, man. But the price we pay for... Also,
1: I take back the traumatizing Morgan crown. Why? How? Um, so we were coming down the mountain after the fuel pump died. And, um, you know, the Jeep's in fucking neutral and I'm cruising down the mountain and she's riding with me. Well, I've got no brakes. Or not. Uh, no booster, and I've got manual steering, and I'm like sitting in there, pushing myself around in my seats and in my harnesses, trying to shove this steering wheel around, yelling every cuss out there. <laughs> and she's like, "Okay, I'm so glad that that is the camper because I need to get out of this thing." <laughs> <laughs> she always rides the way. jeep that breaks. <laughs> She might be the curse. Mm. Nah, I'm still the curse. Um, but. Yeah, no, so we were like coming into this tight corner and it was right before uh, Cody and Casey bailed me out and I'm yelling like, you stupid fucking whore, you need to fucking turn. I swear to fucking God, I'm going to fucking beat your shit when we get home and you don't fucking turn. And she's sitting over there like petrified white as I'm like fucking bear wrestling the steering wheel into this turn at like, 15 miles an hour with nothing going for it, and my hydro's fighting me. And I think that Cody heard the last bit of it because he walks up and he goes, He wasn't talking to you like that. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) And she goes, No, he was yelling at the Jeep. And I'm like, I wouldn't yell at her like that. She's a (laughs) fucking saint.
2: Oh, man. Yeah.
1: She made snacks. How do you yell at the person that made snacks like that?
2: I don't know, but if you do, you're just a shit person. I'm just a shit
1: person, and I'm not going to do that. Exactly. Alright, you know what, fence sitter, other questions?
2: I, I take offense to being called a fence sitter. I am opinionated.
1: Anyways, well, you're the fence sitter on this because you can't be all that opinionated because
2: you're getting this feedback tonight. <laughs> That's about it. So, Luke, it looks like that your rear was really putting in some work at uh, AOP. So how is the rear doing now that you've gone out more than twice? Um, It needs tender coils. Other than that, I don't
1: have any complaints about it. Um, and I'm not sure if you know what a tender coil is, so I'll just quickly... Alright, so a tender coil is a coil that has a... It's flat wound, and it's a 25 pound spring rate. Just to take up the gap where my, uh, coils droop out. Because even with the coilovers, I still have a little bit of a point where they droop out past. Okay. Um so they'll take that up and it needs those and it needs a set of limit straps. Uh, um, but otherwise, you know, I'm going to be honest. It's not the same Jeep anymore. It's far, far more capable. And, um, the difference is wild from the leaf springs. I was following John and, um, with less horsepower, less throttle, and less um, abusing the Jeep, I was going up the same sections that he was bouncing up towards rev limiter with his LS on. Okay. Um, I don't want to change the way that the rear suspension works. I'm not. Um, I need more time in the seat to say any more about it. But I think that I got the anti-dive and the anti-squat numbers perfectly where I want them. It barely picks up under heavy acceleration and 4-low in the rear. Um, And other than that, you know, it seems like a really, really happy setup.
0: Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that, uh, Luke's rear was definitely putting in work this weekend.
2: Uh, okay. Is Cody no longer the only one being pegged? Mm, yeah, I don't know.
1: I oh, can geez. confirm I'm still
2: not the it's one getting
1: hard. pegged.
0: It's It sounds like it needs some tender something. What is it? It's tender?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it needs some tender coils. Because... <laughs> uh... I'd be hitting it hard sometimes. Yeah, there you go. You guys are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: boy,
0: Graham. What you don't want to you? hyperextend.
2: It. You need that tender coil. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Graham, what about you? How how do you like your coils now? Like what what are front? the bigs for you?
0: Uh, well, I mean, I don't. I didn't honestly notice any massive changes in the way the front of my Jeep handles it literally feels exactly like it did with coils except the ride is smooth which is good i mean I'd, if it rode a lot different i don't know if i'd like it or not but it seems like it's mostly nice. the same i just actually have shocks up front which i haven't had previously so and it's all properly um dialed in i'm not really concerned about it bottoming out or hyper extending like i was with the coils because i just was lazy with them i never set them up properly I think that's
1: a really good way to put it, um, especially in regards to the rear axle on my Jeep, is it now does what it's supposed to do. It's got good shocks on it, and, like, they outperform my driving abilities. I don't know if you would agree, Graham, but,
0: like, I feel like I could push the suspension a lot further. Um, Yeah, I think the rear is definitely a bigger, bigger jump than... The front in an xj just because when you're changing to coils in the rear it's you're going from a leaf sprung suspension which you know it, it's just totally different it's it's not i don't think it's comparable um especially after riding in yours like we've talked about quite a bit it's uh, that's old. that's the bigger jump right going to coilovers in the front of a cherokee you're not really changing that much you just combining things and getting you know a better ride quality but you know for what my Jeep's doing I didn't really notice any crazy differences in how it behaved right if anything yeah. I've because I've like actually properly limited it and strapped it like it's probably working it's probably extending and drooping and compressing less than it was before especially with the 40s and stuff now I mean I think that would probably be the biggest thing was, you know, things are just easier with the bigger tires. Like, I don't have to worry about, I don't have to micromanage my diff nearly as much. Not that I really was with the 37s, to be totally honest. I was I was pretty um, in tune with where that diff was, and I wasn't smacking it a crazy amount. But it's definitely easier know, with the 40s. And Crazy, I noticed,
1: with your rig. With the Sterling in the back, uh, you are hitting less shit than fucking Dwight with his 43s and the 14 bolt.
0: Hmm.
1: Like, you guys could go up the same line, and he would, because of the stickies and 43s and everything else going on, just power over stuff. But his rear diff would drag over something, and your rear diff would kind of,
0: like, Shove to the side and glide up it. Yeah, that's the nice thing about the ten five is it's, it's kind of round, right? <clears throat> it's it's not a doesn't have that massive chunk sticking down. But if you is his shaved? Does he have a shaved fourteen bolt or no? He's
1: got a thirteen bolt kit on it. Oh, okay,
0: so he took like an inch and a half, two inches off of it. Yeah, but and not even like the full on.
1: Yours was still sliding over shit easier.
0: Well, mine's had plenty of... I don't know. His probably has, too. Uh, I don't know. Could have just been a uh, line choice. You know, 43 stickies, you don't really have to pick a line. You are the line. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, I think
1: one of the coolest things for me is I walked away from that with the knowledge to where my XJ can go. What do you mean? That's pretty huge. Um... So like the next steps in my XJ's evolution,
0: uh, full buggy, I... 43 stickies. Uh, no. no, 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 no. Okay.
1: The next step would be, um, uh, set of 12, five to 14 inch coil overs up front. Uh, maybe a set of emulsion King 2.5s, um, uh, set up with motion like yeah motion dude it's never uh, the reservoirs out back really don't i don't feel like they're adding that much on what my rig is doing yeah so you feel it
0: and you're like okay well they're heat
1: soaked now the correct.
3: reservoirs specifically the reservoir okay i was gonna say because you haven't really necessarily done anything that requires the resis if you're riding all day yeah, I
1: but where I was going with that, you know, like, let me finish my tirade here. You can tear into me in a second. Okay. Um, I feel like a set of 2.5 Kings up front or um, replacing my rear pro fenders eventually with a set of 2.5 Kings is going to be down the road where it's going. Um, but like, you know, a set of coilovers up front and full hydro is kind of like it. You know, maybe throw a little bit of tube to tie in that front bumper if I can figure out a way to tie in the track bar mount. Which wouldn't be that hard if I added coil overs to it. Um and then just kind of like let it ride. It's it's done. Like the rig works. It doesn't need oh, to No, they're
0: they're never done. We fixing bullshit on it forever, but I all get right, what you you're mean. gonna be fixing bullshit. Mean. But like
1: suspension wise, I don't I don't care anymore. It works. Everything's happy. All my numbers are where I want them to be. Uh, the hundred and ten inch wheelbase that, it, or the hundred and nine point five inch wheelbase it has is that Goldilocks number in my mind to where I want it. Um, it needs a little bit better gearing, but like.
0: Yeah, you Honestly, gotta do some sort feeling... of doubler transfer case setup on it, but... But wheeling down way. here,
1: I felt like I didn't need it as bad. Mm. Um
0: No, you still want it for down. I still
1: want it, but, like, I feel like I need to do something about my front suspension more than I feel like I need to do something about the doubler. Or putting a doubler in it. Um, I
0: guess. I don't know. I don't think it would be too, too far of a stretch for you to throw some 14s on it and uh, hydro bumps and call it a day.
1: Yeah, 14s Um, some fucking hydro steering up front just to make it more manageable uh, for when it's in the rocks and then if I want to put stickies on it, they're not, it's just unbolt and rebolt. And I need another set of rims so I can get rid of the spacers. So I'm going to start checking off the easy shit. The next thing for me, I think, is a set of rims. Um, Just replacing what I've got, because what I've got is, works really well, but I have to run spacers in the rear now. I don't like running the spacers in the rear without spacers up front. I'm fucking with my turning radius.
0: <laughs> yeah, you've, uh, got the, you've got the wrong... uh. Wrong sp- spacer placement there. You're the opposite of my Jeep. Is your back further out than your front? They're about even. Huh. Uh, yeah. The back's a half-inch,
1: three-quarters of an inch wider. So, it's not the worst, but yeah, you're right. Um. And then, you know, I'm not going to say I'm happy with my tire choice yet, because it was Hero Traction and everyone had Hero Traction.
0: So I don't yeah, think I, I guess that's another thing. The the Maxis Razors have uh, I mean, again, hero traction, but I'm impressed with them so far. They didn't they didn't feel like I never felt like I didn't have traction. Um or I never felt like I was missing out on traction and that I would be would have been better off with a different set of tires, I'll put it that way. Um even uh when we were out at night doing the the slick stuff. I felt like once I had the right line, they hooked pretty well. well I've felt sort of that way test. with my
1: Nettos for a while. So, you know, even if they don't flex... Like, your tires weren't flexing the way that the traps were.
0: Well, they were getting there. I had them aired way the fuck down.
1: That was another funny little episode. We forgot to grab a pressure gauge, so I was literally just punching my tire until I was satisfied with it. I, I just finally...
0: went until they squished to my liking, and then they it seems like they lost a little bit of air. I don't know if they were burping from the inner bead or what. but
1: I finally burped a tire with my Gorilla glued beads, uh, the Gorilla Glue tape around the beads. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't lose that much air, so I'm like not even that upset about it. It's cheater beadlocks. And I mean cheater beadlocks.
0: You're near but, Gorilla Tape.
1: Hey, it works. It's cheap and easy. Gets the job done. It does. Um, so, Cody. Yeah? I've wanted to ask you this for quite a while. In fact, it's been, like, building up. What was your favorite tire of the weekend and your least favorite tire of the weekend? <laughs>
2: <laughs> we went
3: out wheeling for like two hours. I don't have an answer. I mean, the, the SX stickies seemed to be the. I mean, I guess that would be the cool answer. Would be the SX stickies because like a lot of people had the like specific cut SX stickies. I guess I don't know how else to explain that, which was it's pretty called cool. The uh, the Aetna
1: t- cut. Um the Etna cut. Etna. Like Etna Mountain in Chattanooga, um, Tennessee, the town that we drove through on our way there, it started there where rock bouncing kind of started.
0: Is so that when they have the Aetna four lugs Cup. cut? Yes. In a row. Yep. Yes.
3: Oh, huh. yeah. I noticed that. That was an interesting cut. It's definitely. I mean, it seems to be the cool answer. Other than that. I don't know. I was, I didn't get to really wheel enough to really say, so Got yeah, him a boring answer, but it's the truth. Sadly, I didn't see any Patagonia's. Thank God. There was no Patagonia's. So I don't the shit talk anybody. Uh, you know,
1: I saw, um, Betty white that, uh, the Cherokee that was out there on JK44 front and rear with, I think, 37s. He seemed like he was having a good time on the KM3s, so that was kind of a different thing. Um, Other than that, yeah, it was all TSLs and then us. And uh, the (laughs) Coopers that Trail tracked. Those were doing good.
0: I was impressed with the Coopers.
1: Yeah, Cooper Build's a good tire. The sidewalls are a little weak, but you know, they work. So uh, I think we're kind of reaching a point where we're all getting a little on the tired side. So, real quick, raffle edition, Cody. What was your favorite part of the weekend?
2: Um,
3: my favorite part of the weekend. God, that's a fucking. <sighs> damn, you really
1: just threw this on me. God damn it. Um, I'm being you right now, and it feels
3: great. Fuck you. You're a bastard. I don't have an answer. Fuck you. God damn it. He hated, uh, it. He
0: hated the whole trip.
3: No, I enjoyed <laughs> I a lot of it. Like the shooting, just fucking letting rounds down range was really fun because we don't get to do that up here. Um, another great answer is, um, I would say, I mean, obviously the wheeling, the wheeling in general was really cool getting to see the trails, but getting to hang out with everybody. It was a lot of fun hanging out by the pavilion, talking to people and shit like that. That was really cool. just really getting to experience it. I know it's kind of like a really shit, sad answer, but the whole trip in general was my favorite part. <laughs> All right, And since you brought it up,
1: what was your favorite thing to shoot?
3: Oh, I want to say it's Morgan's, but that's a bad answer. <laughs> she has a what, pistol or is it an SBR? She's got a pistol. Lovely 556 pistol, and it was so much fun to shoot, but then also your tricked out AK was fabulous to fire. Feeling the difference between 5.4.5 and 7.6.2, like I've played video games with the difference, but you never really get the difference. They
0: all felt the same to me.
3: Oh, dude, there was a major difference between (laughs) 7.6.2 and 5.4.5. Major difference. You're on crack. Um,
0: I'm not in tune with that. Shoot lefty, you know. (laughs) (laughs) It all sucks.
3: Yeah, that's gotta getting be to be
0: It's annoying. That's Damn, we're it. getting to you. You Don't, don't interject. <laughs> that
1: it for you, Cody? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Graham, what was your favorite part of the weekend?
0: Uh, I got to say the drag racing. That was just an absolute blast to watch and participate in. And just, I don't know. That was uh, the strangest Thing I've ever done with a bunch of rock crawlers. I I I don't think I've yeah. ever done anything like that or done anything like that. So that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I, I, everything else. I mean, it's it's tough, really, because the whole trip was fun, but I think that was the peak of it for me because it was just so unexpected and uh, you know, just out of left field for me, and it turned out to be an absolute blast.
1: All right. I've got an idea, and we're going to cover it after we get through this last little question segment. Um, And then we're probably going to close off the podcast after this little discussion.
0: But what was your favorite gun to shoot? Me? Yeah, you. I don't know. I like the old one that you had. I don't know what they are. Um, The the old AK? AK? Yeah, the old AK was cool. Yeah, Uh, I like like the old ones. They hit a little harder. I don't like the toy ones. I like the ones that actually... Like, make you think a little bit and uh, hit you a little more. But wooden Steel is a classic. Yeah, and it's, you know, there's something about, like, just... Did that one even have a sight on it? I don't remember. Um,
1: it has just a red dot on it. Oh, you know, okay, so it did fantastic. have
0: something. Um, I don't know. That was probably my favorite. I think my favorite gun I've ever shot has to be... Um I shot an M1 out at my grandparents. Ooh. That thing was sick. Ooh. That thing fucking kicks.
3: That sounds fun. Yeah. They do.
1: Um so Kish. Yes sir. What was your favorite part about the podcast tonight? J- we J- all poured one out for you. <clears throat> well maybe not poured one out It was definitely poured into our mouths But like we all uh,
2: <laughs> drank a beer Wishing that you were there Well I, I appreciate That thought But my favorite part about the podcast At least Was hearing about the trip down Yeah so Fuck you Luke <laughs> Yeah, yeah don't fuck man, but, like, whatever. Let, um, let me explain Let me explain Only because every time, it seems like I should say, every time Graham has gone out of state with his fucking Jeep, there's been some kind of a massive failure. And it was nice to hear about it going well. Yeah, yeah,
0: it was really nice. It would have not been as pleasant had we not had that happen.
2: I could have. I was nervous the whole time everyone (laughs) was gone. Not for anyone's safety at the park or anything, just. Is Graham gonna make
0: it? Yeah, yeah, I know. Me too. I just didn't say anything. It was just working, and I wasn't gonna stop it.
2: I, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to jinx it.
0: <laughs> I think that was everybody's thinking. Cody waited till, like, the day after. He was like, so was anybody else surprised Graham's truck didn't blow up on the way back? I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Going down with a unfamiliar trailer, fucking, going down in a fucking untested truck, to fucking break in your freshly built Jeep.
0: Oh yeah, literally any any of the three could have just instantly died, and it would have uh, soured my mood it, slightly. Yeah, like uh, it still sticks in my mind. I've never been more mad. Then when we got to Harlan, we had three days to wheel, and the first night my shit like catastrophically blew up. I... Dude,
1: how do you think I feel? I'm in the same fucking boat. I didn't even make it to the trail, though.
0: Yeah, but you weren't. Even, it wasn't as far of a drive for you. you know, uh, it,
1: it's. I remind you that literally the weekend before Harlan, I drove all the way from. Tennessee to Massachusetts
0: and back oh, to pick the, the thing up. Yeah, 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 I forgot about that. Yeah. So
1: that counts.
0: Yeah, okay. For something. I don't know. I just, that was rough for me. I hated that. And I didn't want that to happen again, which is why I sort of busted ass to make sure it wasn't going to do that this time. Uh, you know, with that proper gear set set up and all that. Something is making a noise in the front end, though. I can't figure out what it is something clunking around but we shall see
1: yeah man it seems like that it went really well for you dude like I'm super ecstatic that your truck went well and all of that
0: yeah
2: but I I, I can definitely and honestly say that I'm very much looking forward to next week's episode so I can hear even more stories about this amazing trip that you guys had
3: well, hold on, really quick. Uh, we Luke, you know, Luke just tossed over a really fucking fancy ass question to me, Graham. But it's kind of like when you say, "Hey, what'd you have to eat today?" and then you tell them, and then you don't ask them, or like, "How's your day going?" and they say, "Good," and they don't say, "How about you?" Mm-hmm. So, A, what was your favorite tire of the weekend? And B, <coughs> what was your worst and favorite part about the trip? Oh.
1: Favorite tire of the weekend? Uh nitto 40 inch non stickies because they didn't let me down. I don't have any more of a specific answer than that. You know, they're what I have. I'm very happy that they did what I wanted them to do. Um
3: oh, Would you say you were excited to actually see those Mickey Thompsons at work? Because that was something that I had yet to see. I was but I was disappointed to see them get cut. Wait, whose tire got
1: cut? Uh Brad Praters' rig got cut.
3: Oh, those are the USDs I'm talking about. Got Brad, uh his brother. Oh, oh really? that's right.
0: I remember hearing about yep. that. Yep.
1: Yeah, they got caught and he put like 15 plugs in it. To, and then melted it with a map gas torch like a mad lad to get it back out on the trail. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, um Little insane <laughs> so and then the the best part of the weekend was the mixing of old and new friends um you know i haven't gotten to see you guys and i'm only gonna get to see you guys every couple of months now so it was really nice uh nicer than the wheeling to see graham cody colin and i'm excited for roush to see richie otherwise i'm gonna bully richie until the end of the earth um (laughs) but you know like that was great but it was also great to actually put a name to the face on d white and um you know brad and I, I've met Casey and John before, they've got my tube bender and all of that, but to see them out in the woods is something else, like, they are really good people, Um, you know, the cherry on top was my rake doing good, and like, you know, it went down for a fuel pump breaking in half, but like, who...
2: You can't blame
1: the rig for the bottom of a fuel pump separating from the top. Like, no. there's nothing that was in the cards to say that that was going to be my break. Um, no, that just happens. So, I think that that really, like, does it. Um, and I was thinking that for on saturday night maybe of the web wheelers ball i wanted to run this by you guys but what's your thoughts on picking up a set of traffic cones and chugging beer out of them yeah oh (laughs)
3: huh oh we're not we're not chugging beer out of cones i mean we can do that after i have have i ever told you that story about we picked up a random traffic cone and then chugged beer out of it and it was gross I found a stuffed tiger on the side of the street, and
0: we were on a bar crawl and we carried it around with us. It was pretty, it was a big one. It was like life size. It was fucking cool. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um,
1: But what I was thinking is that if we're going to have the comp course open to us at Roush, why not bring out a set of cones and
3: set up a fucking course and uh, time it? If we have a big enough turnout. I think that would be an absolutely fantastic fun idea for us to do because if like especially if we know that there's going to be a large turnout of friends we're going to have to split the groups up so by connecting everybody it would be a really fun time to try to set that up on like a like a saturday midday kind of a thing in
1: saturday night kind of thing like uh say five o'clock right and then we do like hamburgers at the camp afterwards
3: well we chances are five o'clock wouldn't work because especially because you can't wheel after dark so that'd give us like three hours
0: this is true so we might have to do it
3: but I think that'd be wicked fucking fun because it would be really cool to like uh, you can make it not necessarily competition but like you can make it competitive that's the same fucking word just shorter um (laughs) and and (laughs) I, I think that'd be a really cool idea and I think we should look into it a little bit more
2: Alright, I'll bring my fucking traffic cones. I got a whole bunch that we can use.
3: No, we. Uh, there's a ton of road work going down the fucking highway too, <laughs> think we of like this, 20 of those routes. I just fuckers. wanted to
2: bring up and brag about the fact that I have a large collection of traffic cones and <laughs> don't ask me why. But no, no, this, no, is, perfect. this is perfect. Does any
1: of that have to do with a certain JK that would run around with no top and no doors and wing traffic cones into the back? Only a few of them are from that. Uh, Let's not forget the time that we uh, opened the back door on the XJ to wing a traffic cone in while driving.
2: What about the time that you were letting me rip the XJ up in Otis? Fucking, and we were doorless going around the reservoir, and I started slowing down. And you're just looking at me like, don't do it, Richie, don't do it, Richie, don't do it, Richie. And we pass a traffic cone. I fucking scoop down, swerving all over the fucking place, grab it, go to whip it into the Jeep, and I end up whipping you across the face with it, with it landing in your lap. Good times.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um. But... We could do it in the traditional horse manner where you have to touch the traffic cone and any line that allows you to touch the traffic cone is good. Or we could do it in the gate manner where we put two uh, next to each other and you just have to get through without touching them.
3: I think that would be more fun doing it in like a timed gate manner because... I think because if, like if we do it in the one way of like oh just figure out your line and make it happen, people could like just go to the easy side and loop all the way around. And that's kind of boring as fuck. Yeah, but yeah.
1: like if you have to reach out from the driver's seat and touch it, that's
0: when it gets challenging. Well, I don't know that course enough either. We'd have to look at uh, you know what the loop would be and how big it would be.
3: Yeah, but if one person goes down early enough, that wouldn't be very no. Hard yeah, to we too. could figure that out. I think it would be a lot of fun, and I think we should get the... But would we do a sticky class, and non-sticky class? I feel like we'd have to, because that that fucking matters. Yeah.
1: Depends on how many stickies we would have there, because then it becomes like, well, do we do a 35 and down class, and then a 40 and down class, or does it become like stickies, non-stickies... And, like, we'd have to read the room.
3: Well, I mean,
0: fortunately, the comp course is pretty sticky to begin with, so you're not really... I mean, you're benefiting from stickies, but I don't know how much. Um, So it may just be a tire size thing. I
1: can confirm that the comp course is stupidly sticky. And the other cool part about the comp course is the comp course doesn't get washed out. No. Um... So it stays pretty
0: consistent year after year. I may actually be going to Roush uh, to pick up my tires that I was talking about either this weekend sometime or next. I think next. So if that's the case, I will try to look at the course. Pretty sweet. I will let you know. But
1: I think that, you know... We've been sitting here talking for a good, uh, two and a
3: half hours. It's that time. Richie, hit us with your random ( dislocated) fact. What? Oh, come on, Richie. You're slacking, buddy. Uh, What, you
0: gotta look one up? No, 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 no. no. We don't look things up here.
3: I actually have one. Hit us with it, Luke. Um... But Octopuses
1: it, it, it. have scored on a similar level as Labrador Retrievers for intelligence. Would it be octopi? I don't yeah. know, man. I just found that interesting fact. Um,
3: interesting fact for sure, and I'll take it.
1: And, and then I've good. got a bonus one.
3: Okay. Did you know that they breed
1: horses to act like the... Herding dogs, similar to like your Australian cattle, uh, shepherd breeds, you can get horses that are bred specifically with the mindset to do that and
0: herd animals. That's pretty wacky. Well, horses are just dogs, but bigger and you can ride them. So that makes perfect sense to me. Did you know, final weird, uh, factoid that ties
1: those two together, um... The smartest breeds of horses are within about five IQ points of some of the smartest breeds of dogs.
0: But how close are they in IQ points to the smartest breeds of octopus? Uh, About five points. All right. Well, in that case, make sure you feed your octopus. Um, (laughs) Don't drive 2,000 miles with trucks and trailers you aren't familiar with. And, uh, shoot. I Don't go two. down
1: the road with your e brake on because when you
0: hit the brakes, you're going to lock your brakes on. Yeah, it'll fuck you up. Uh, boom. We'll see you next time.